Mustache? No. Sideburns? No. Goatee? Maybe. Beard? Beard!
It's fucking Beard Talk Live. I had it to is. just get that first cuss word in there. I, I wanted I really actually wanted to lead with uh, the word fucking, uh, but uh, I didn't quite accomplish my goal, so I'll have to set better goals next time. Uh, can you guys hear all right? You know where Saying your volumes fucking are? fucking is a better goal? I think, well, leading Beard Talk Live, because it's uncensored, it's very important to me to cuss every episode, as you know. Yes. And so I, I was going to, you know, I was hoping that I would start the show off with a cuss word at least, right? But probably the word mm-hmm. fuck or fucking or something like that. But instead, I said right, a word before fucking. But either way, mm-hmm. I got it in there early, which I think is good because fuck the FCC. Fuck, fuck the, the FCC. FCC. And show me the goddamn exception in the First Amendment where it says that they can require a license to run a fucking radio station. Right? Right. I didn't see any. Government claims to own the air, of course. So mm. that means if you send something over the air that they don't like, why they're going to send, you know, first threatening letters and then probably some men with some badges, perhaps even armed badges? ones. We don't need no stinking badges. And if you resist those men with badges, uh, they purport the authority to kill you. You know, that's funny. I always thought I the air was free. What with the phrase literally being as free as the air. Like, free, like we think of birds. Yeah. Birds are f- symbols of freedom because they're as free as a bird. They're in the air because air is free. It's nature. It's that with which no labor has been mixed. It's free game. I, I always like bringing up birds particularly like uh migratory birds ducks specifically uh, has been my repeated go-to when speaking to statists about things like passports it's and i like to point out that uh you never see ducks flying south having to stop at customs and show their fucking passports to, to get across the border do you what about the little squirrels and shit? How about deer that, like, on the northern border of the U.S., right? Do they got to stop and pay a fee to, to visit Canada? Or can they just sort of come and go freely as they please? Well, there is one hole in that. So there are territorial animals. Well, with they rabbits, tend to be predators. They always have holes. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, what? But no, so, for example, a uh, if you are Tell a Tell me lion, humans aren't predators. It, that's my point exactly. Right. If well, you're a so lion, I would say humans aren't predators, but governments are predators. Okay, well, I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm going to push back on that one. I wish they were mere predators. They are predatory, but if they were merely predators, they wouldn't be parasites. Like, if governments mm. just killed people, like, okay, enough government, and it will just straight kill you. Uh, the USSR is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Like, so much government that they just starved millions of people to death. Mm. Whereas government tends to be a parasitical predator. Are humans the mm. apex predator? Ooh. So I was thinking about that. Governments are the apex predator at this point because nothing preys on them. I can't really disagree with you. I was well, thinking, yes, humans are, but then you're like government. I'm like, yeah, government. It's more accurate to I, say governments are the apex predator. Yeah. I was going to say bed bugs, but there's really not that much difference. Like yeah. I, at one, well, at, I think you'll find that governments have killed a lot more people than bed bugs. That's well, true. And my second, true. my second, besides humans, my go-to for the second number two in my list of apex predators, prior to you mentioning government as a possible apex predator, would have been cockroaches. But then I realized that well, you just said government, and that's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, you know just a parasitic life form. Yeah, 
Yeah, no. I mean, I was I was thinking the same thing about bed bugs. It's like, you know, there really isn't that big of a distinction. It's like, okay, it exists exclusively because humans are here. Nothing else feed nothing feeds on it. It doesn't feed on anything but people. And that is just like government. Hmm. Uh, before we go on, I should say that this show is called Beard Talk Live. We are on episode number 21. I we are. So. 21. And in that, in that vein. Oh, is Beard Talk Live old enough to drink? It is. What's Beard Talk Live drinking? Mead. For special occasions. Is it, uh, uh, I'll have none, of course, but uh, is it a special kind of mead or is it, you know, your yeah, it's average? what they had. Yeah, okay. Uh, this right. one is Kurt's Apple Pie from Moonlight Meadery, which is local, so. We're not getting paid anything by these people. It's just what we have. Nope. I just happen to uh, enjoy this mead. But hey, if you know who runs the uh, the meadery, uh, let them know that you heard about their uh, their product on on Beard Talk Live, Ooh. And, and, and see uh, if we can get some official I just, sponsors. I just thought of a new service to offer people too. We could offer mediation, uh, right? Where where you don't get any of our advice until we've had oh. at least at least three or four pints of mead. Right then, then we can give our opinions. Right, mediation. Right, get it? Can you spell M E A D? Right, and I'll tell you, they might be more amenable to mediation with some mead. Right. Although I'll tell you, I would rather do mediation. Because you know, way easier. The thing is, four drunk guys will start a fight. Four stoned guys will start a band. Yep. And so have they done. Throughout all of history, formed bands. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are a call-in show. If you'd like to, it's six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Again, six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. I am the host, first chair, Lord mm-hmm. Reverend Doctor Captain Kickass. Who are you? And I am the nobody formerly known as Rich Paul. And I am the co-host. Pope of the Church of the Invisible Hand, Space Wizard, and Space King. Oh. Well, of all Speakless space? Mountaineer. Intergalactic space. No, I thought about that. So it his claim. Space, no, his, doesn't that make well, you no, king no, of no. nothing? All of this space is inside a galaxy. It, it does, in fact, make me king of nothing. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing there. Well, if By I'm an definition. intergalactic space king, it's where the galaxies aren't. Now, personally, I think I'm plasma king. But I subscribe to plasma cosmology, so I think that there are plasma streamers between every star in the heavens. Hmm. And that appears to be the case. That would be interesting. Yeah, and they will not allow you to research it. Because if they if you prove plasma cosmology, you will put so many academics out of a job, and what's worse, you'll destroy their reputation. Mm. Why? Oh, because all of their doctoral theses would be blown away by it. Like well, it introduces a whole different uh, cosmology, so like so the they are wrong they about don't everything. Take your, they don't take your degree away when the science changes, and the science is expected to change. Well, know? that would be nice if it worked that way, but you lose so much reputation when your doctoral thesis is proved wrong that, I mean, you may as well not even be in that social club anymore. Mm. Well, I don't know about the uh, social club. Well, that's that's my exactly what it is. A, my dad's a PhD, but he, I don't think he'd chilled with the club much. Mm. Well, 
in general, people that are in academia are rewarded by their social status. And if your theory is bollocks, you lose a lot of social status. Hmm. Yeah, see, I think that would be a very limited effect because everybody's cosmology right now is based on disjoint stars. So they would have so much company it's it's like oh yeah it would overthrow you know, it's like if half of half of town decides to shun the other half of town yeah both of them well, go from the wrong side of the tracks. well so that's the thing though if you have if, if plasma that. cosmology gets proven correct and you are a plasma cosmology uh, theorist okay if you're if you're trying to get the same job as this guy whose theory just got kicked out you're going to have the job, and he's not. So yeah. all of a sudden, like See, they would wouldn't get rid of the all... entire thing, but you would end up having this group suddenly at the top of it, and that is completely unacceptable to the people who have paid their dues in academia. Yeah. Wow. See, I would not, like, if I was hiring a physicist for some reason, um, and a lot of physicists do become computer programmers. Come to think of it, I have, mm. I did hire a PhD physicist once. I didn't know. Does what that stand his, for pretty heavy, dude? Uh, actually, uh, the degrees are BS, bullshit. Oh yeah, MS, right. more of the same. Oh, that was more PhD shit. PhD is piled higher and deeper. Uh, I thought MS was that more I shit. About. I knew it was bullshit, and then I thought MS was more shit. Um, I always heard more of the same, okay. but yeah. I like it, your it comes to the same like thing. It. It's got a good beat and I can dance to it. I give it a nine. No. <laughs> uh, before we go any further. Oh, I love this Carlin recording. Oh, this one isn't Carlin. Perhaps one of the most interesting words in the English language today That's is the Carlin. word fuck. I love this bit and this whole this whole video. Yeah. I just I really love. It's is actually this, funnier than the seven words. Yes, it is Carlin. Wow, it, it doesn't it, sound like him. I I'm uncertain, but it could be, and it, I don't even care if it isn't. But uh, out of all the English it. words that begin with the, the letter F, fuck is the only word that is referred to as the F word. It's the one magical word <laughs> that just by its sound can describe pain, pleasure, hate, and love. Yeah, like. What's the T word, right? I don't know, right? Good the question. B word, I guess, could be bitch, right? I've heard, you know, yeah. oh, she got yeah. called the the C word, I oh, guess, could be cunt, word. right? Yeah. There's an A word. Yeah, uh, we asshole? used to have yeah. we used to have counties ruled by counts and uh, kingdoms duchy, ruled by kings, kingdoms ruled by kings, duchies ruled by dukes. Now, now we, we have countries ruled by. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Fuck, as most words in the English language, is derived from German, the word fricken, which means to strike. In Ironically, mm. I can say fricken on the radio all I want. Hey, flick you, mm. man. <laughs> right, yeah. English no, that's fuck the... falls into many grammatical Flicking categories. As a transitive verb, for instance, John fucked Shirley. As an intransitive verb, Shirley fucks. Its meaning is not always sexual. It can be used as an adjective, such as John's doing all the fucking work. As part of an adverb, Shirley talks too fucking much. As an adverb enhancing an adjective, Shirley is fucking beautiful. I, uh, I, I try and invent like new ways to cuss. And so sometimes you'll hear me say something like, son of a fuck, mm. you know. 
Yeah. Something like that. I'll try and, and jumble it up and make it unpredictable so that when if you're in public or something and people hear it, ones who are used to cussing won't really, you know, pay attention unless you jumble it up like that. Then they're like, hey, wait a minute. That's mm-hmm. not usually how that phrase goes. <laughs> You know, there are people that studied uh, putting fuck in the middle of a word and what exactly determines Absolutely. where the I right. sat next to a woman who claimed to be in, in uh, a PhD candidate in English on an airplane, and she claimed she was writing her doctorate on infix your use of the word fuck. Nice. Infixed. Uh, oh. Infix word. That means inside of another word, like in fucking credible or unfucking lootly. fucking lootly. Yeah. And it has to be absolutely lootly. It can't be absolutely lootly. It can't be absolute fucking lee. No, it has to be absolutely lootly. Right. You're doing it wrong otherwise. And there are rules to where you well, put it. But then again, that's part of the captain's art is he likes to do it wrong. <laughs> There's that. You there know, are son rules of to a where, fuck is, is wrong. He it's just not said, the, he just said the there are rules to where you got to put it. <laughs> All right, here we go. As a noun, I don't give a fuck. As part of a word, abso-fucking-lutely or in fucking credible And as almost every word in a sentence... Fuck the fucking fuckers. Uh, that's the greatest sentence I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if they're, you know, this means there's no such thing as a perfect sentence. Oh, that was that in me in my mind. That was it. Fuck, yeah. Fuck the fucking that's fuckers. The one. Yeah, it's better than Buffalo, like eight or nine times, whatever that is, yeah, to be yeah. the the official like uh, longest sentence that's one word. Even though I know there's a different word in here when he says fuck the fucking fuckers. Or you know, like, but to Different me, that's, conjugations of the but same. But to me, word. I yeah. I'm gonna bring up fuck the fucking fuckers before I'm gonna bring up saying Buffalo nine times in a row. You know, I'm pretty sure someone studied this, but I do wonder how long of a sentence can you make with the word fuck if you use its variations but nothing else. So the fucking fuckers would be cheating, right? I understand that. But fucking and fuckers, as opposed to buffalo in buffalo. Fuckers, fucking Actually, fuckers. Actually, you can buffalo, buffalo, because to right, buffalo yeah. someone is to con or fool them. Right, yeah, so that's oh. what I'm saying. The, the longest sentence of the same word in the English language is just saying the word buffalo like eight or nine times. I, don't I know thought exactly it was to charge them, which might be another word, for, like another meaning for the word, but I thought it was to just like rush yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's look it up. Let's not, let's not be a source of disinformation here. Let's, let's see what Google has to say. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll do that in just a moment. As you must realize, there aren't too many words with the versatility of fuck, as in these examples describing situations such as fraud, I got fucked at the used car lot, dismay, oh fuck it, trouble, I guess I'm really fucked now, aggression, don't fuck with me buddy, difficulty, I don't understand this fucking question, (laughs) inquiry, who the fuck was that, dissatisfaction, I don't like what the fuck is going on here. I certainly don't like what the fuck is going on. Uh, I don't in, like in, what the, the fuck world. is going on here. Yeah, mm. I like what's going on here, yeah. like as in us sitting down doing this yeah, show. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm having kind of fun, but, uh, you know. But like, been, yeah, you know. Here's, a, here's a a bubble of reasonable reality in a sea of absolute clown world. Wow, mm. yeah. I think I mentioned uh, Free Talk Live sort of being like a a beacon of light in a universe of shit, something along mm. those lines at some point in space and time. The light yeah. at the end of the sewer. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Incompetence. You know, Here's it is like off. crawling through a river of Dismissal. shit and coming out clean on the other Why side. Why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck yourself? <laughs> I'm sure you can think of many more examples. With all of these multi-purpose applications, how can anyone be offended when you use the word? We say, use this unique, flexible word more often in your daily speech. It will identify the quality of your character immediately. <laughs> say it loudly and proudly. Fuck you! And yes, right, that was absolutely Carl, and no question about there it. There we go. All right, so... Uh, I just, to follow up on our conversation that we just had while uh, giving our analysis of the mighty fine uh, uses of the word fuck. Uh, Buffalo, 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 Buffalo is a grammatically correct sentence in English often presented as an example of how homonyms and homophones can be used to create complicated linguistic constructs through lexical ambiguity. It has been discussed in literature in various forms since 1967 when it appeared in Dmitry Borgman's Beyond Language, Adventures in Word and Thought. And it goes on to explain that, uh, you know, each version of Buffalo, uh, you know, does different things. One refers to a specific place. Uh, one refer is the verb meaning yeah, so uh, to Buffalo, bully, Buffalo, harass, Buffalo or intimidate. from Buffalo. Buffalo, fool, buffalo. Their victims are also buffalo. Right. Um, buffalo being bison. So, uh, does this have like a semicolon in the middle of it? Nope. It's mm. actually it actually has some capitalization though. Hmm. So, buffalo is capitalized, assumably because you're beginning the sentence. But uh, the next buffalo is not. The third buffalo is capitalized. So that would be and the so town. is the seventh. Buffalo is capitalized. So there you have it. Oh, right. Because you're in two you're cases, fooling you're them. returning to the town of Buffalo. Right. You're fooling them in the way that someone from Buffalo might intimidate or puzzle them. Uh, yes. Yes. Well, the Buffalo Buffalo are fooling the Buffalo Buffalo. I just wish that the plural of Buffalo was no, the like Buffalo Buffalo. They're not just buffaloing them. Yeah. They're buffalo well, buffaloing. Unfortunately, the Romans never encountered buffalo, who were a uh, <laughs> North American phenomenon. Oh, so shit. so you're not going to get that kind of pluralization because that only comes with a Latin root. All right. Which reminds me, I want to I want to make it known that polyamory is wrong. It's true. You do not put a Latin prefix on a Greek root. It's, it's either multi-amory or it's polyphilia. Um, what if preach. Polly is just feeling amorous? Huh? What if a girl named Polly is feeling amorous? <laughs> well, that would be an ambiguity. Well, you might become polyamorophilia. We we have okay. So should we? Let's get it out of the way, and then we'll get to the the, the phone calls. Uh, normally, we do our own little cussing thing here on Beard Talk Live. What is it? Uh, shit, shit, piss, piss fuck, fuck, cunt, cunt cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. And indeed, definitely George Carlin. Mm. Uh, Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? We should call that our memo to the FCC. Mm. Um, yeah, what's up, guys? It's Turd Ferguson calling. Hey, Turd. Turd hey. Ferguson. Are you, how are you feeling? Yeah. Flushing? Well, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, flushed a lot. <laughs> um, so, um, When's your coming I'm out hoping- party? 
Yeah, listen, listen <laughs> um, I'm hoping that I can. Pre- oh, well, let me just preface the call real quick. Uh oh, preface uh, the call. Could you? Yeah, turn I'm, in I'm, early, I'm in early. Yeah, I'm in early sobriety, and I need to. I, I'm care. I've been carrying around. How early? Like ten minutes ago, or <laughs> not that early? About four months ago. Okay. And, okay. Uh, I, well, congratulations. If, if if my my advice is always go to ninety meetings in ninety days, and and if that doesn't fix, you go to another ninety meetings in another ninety days. Um, well, I did ninety and ninety, and now I'm kind of um I'm kind of backing off a little bit just because I have a really hectic schedule these days. But um, all right, put a post I, face I was, on this on this call. Well, so um, this this might be a long one. And I hope I'm not interrupting. And if and if this is the wrong show for oh, me, oh, we're going to interrupt you. Plenty, oh, fuck so. off! We'll we'll interrupt yeah. you, but don't worry about it. Just keep plowing you, on. We, you go, and maybe you'll get there. Maybe you won't. And we'll have fun along the way. It's like midnight. We don't have sure. any place to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I've been carrying around this resentment for a really long time, and, and I've I realized in the past month uh, when it's reared its ugly it, its ugly head again during my sobriety that uh, I've been suppressing this problem, dealing with it with drugs and alcohol for a really long time, so I just didn't have to think about it or actually deal with it. So, um, And you'll yeah, find, I, chances are, that when, when you move that, you're going to find more shit underneath it that you were right. trying to cover up in the first place, and mm. that's when the real work happens. Yeah. So well, what, what did I, you identify I, then? So I've already discovered uh, what's beneath it, and um, that's kind of part of the situation, I guess. But um, I guess let me just take it from the top. Uh, this resentment uh, is from uh, my kind of now uh, estranged best friend, and um, this happened about about 10 years ago when I was addicted to synthetic cannabinoids. And um, at the time, um, I... I met through uh, one of these one of these chick friends of mine, um, another chick who I ended up like really liking. Like she was really beautiful. Um, I was in my early twenties at the time, and she was like in her late teens. And um, I like ended up really liking this girl. And and ju- and just to just to kind of give you an idea how this began to progress, um, I think she really liked me too at the beginning. Um, I remember playing my guitar and singing at this party that we were at. One of the first times I met her. And like she could, she could not take her eyes off me the entire time that I was playing the song. And actually, my 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 friend at the time was uh, playing lead guitar sort of over it while I was singing, and it was just a really cool thing. And um, and I could just tell, and like our eyes locked when I was playing that song like a few times, and I could just tell at the time that that the chemistry was there, right? So okay. um, so turd oh, turd meets girl. Then what happens? <laughs> yeah. So turd loses girl. So, <laughs> so over time. Um, during the time that I was trying to woo this girl. And now, in, uh, also, I should say, in my early 20s, I was not the super alpha giga chad that I am now. I was, uh, I was a drug addict. I was young. I was, I was, I was, I was not more, super um, alpha giga chad turd Ferguson. Yes, I, I, was, I was just regular turd. Yeah. What, what's the, uh, what's so, the meme? So you can polish a turd? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> <laughs> He's all shiny now. <laughs> of course, you got okay. a shiny turd, but anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, turd. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. We know you're going to battle on just injecting shit with you. some levity. You know. We know you're going to take for fucking ever to tell your goddamn story anyway. Yeah. So. so Right. All right. More, so more. Anyway. So on we go. Okay. So anyway, um, as things kind of progressed, um, I, I, I just, uh, I kind of liked her more and more, but then, um, somewhere along the line, uh, 
uh, I was just not confident enough to really keep that chemistry going, I think. So let and, me ask, uh, did she um, receive you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you were putting out the vibes, you're trying did to you woo. Did you score? Did she, no, did, <laughs> did she reciprocate, I guess, is what I'm asking. She you did know? it first. Was she receptive she to your advances? She was. Uh, well, part of the reason was I wasn't making enough advances. I was trying, I was trying to play it cool. And, and like, you know, like sometimes. Yeah, chicks don't think that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and, you're not but, interested. Um, well, off I go then. Yeah. Right. Well, that that was, I think that's one of the problems. And then like when I tried to turn it on, I just, I, I in my awkwardness, early twenties, like I, I, I didn't make the right moves at the right time. Like I remember like I tried to put my arm around her this one time we were all hanging out at my house and it just kind of felt like unnatural. You know what I mean? Like, like it was forced almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And, um, so as time went on, um, like we, like she kind of like, I think drifted away a little bit and, um, and as yeah, the and weird like, thing I, is you'd think putting your arm around somebody would be like an introductory thing, Yep. but really, if you look at how couples behave, they don't do that unless they've been together for a long time or, or a very short been, period of time, very right, yeah. short period of time, but mm. they fucked. Right. <laughs> um, you know, so that's that I've always put that in my, uh, post coitus playbook. Yeah. Mm. I find and, that look, odd. Let me well, think and, about that later. Well, look, and, I, uh, just look, to, I, to give a little bit of context to uh, what you were going through at the time, like there is an instinct not to do that. Because it is an incredibly risky thing yep. in a tribal society. So in a tribal society, if you go for the arm around the shoulder and you get rejected, okay, you're out of the gene pool. Because all of her friends are going to giggle at you and now you have no wife. You can like get exiled I, and maybe find I don't find know. One. I've been with a lot of women who have, uh, who have friends that have turned me down. So, oh yeah, I don't, we don't exist don't in a tribal society, but our bodies are geared for them. Right. Biologically, right, right yeah. So you're correct. you're cutting into turd's shit here. So go okay. ahead. Okay. Don't <laughs> don't cut on turd. Uh, so so anyway, um, and yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. But keep in mind, I was in my early twenties. I and this girl and look, look. Here's another thing. This girl was so hot that she was almost intimidating to me at the time. Okay, I'd only had like like two steady girlfriends at the time and i've had lots of only sex. two at a time uh no no at, at the time <laughs> not at a time okay. did you have a million dollars like lawrence from a, office space and you were gonna no, get two I, chicks at the same time <laughs> <laughs> wow it cost me a lot less than that <laughs> i think i think if a guy had a million dollars he could hook something up like that all right, so, Dude, if so, um, a, if a guy had a million dollars, he could he could hook up with you know if you want decent lookers, even two hundred ahead. I'm, I'm aware I was uh, imitating a movie. Yeah. Oh, have you not okay. Seen, have You've you seen do you not space, remember right? that part of Office Space? I don't. Oh, right. so he's uh, he's. Actually, we don't need to describe yeah. it. Just go watch the movie. Turd. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, turn. Turd. Come on. That was a great. Sorry, uh, we're all super okay. alpha you gotta, you, overtalkers. You got to squeeze your story up, bro. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right. So squeeze it off. Pinch um, it off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so eventually, um, we kind of stopped hanging out, and and at the time, uh, 
my 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 friend uh kind of kept kind of like kept hanging out with her like as like as friends and um since i was like maybe a little bitter and definitely drug addicted and spent a lot of my time getting drugs uh, i just was i just like wasn't hanging out with them nearly as much as, as like they were hanging out together and um and it came to the point where like eventually like he told me and and eventually he told and by the way this one time like like wow i was still trying to lure at band did, like, camp I, yeah at band camp i did successfully uh tickle her and 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 we and the chemistry was there and like she was giggling and like my friends saw that at the time and then and then after like like when we stopped kind of hanging out like my friend told me that one night when they were hanging out, like, and they were all drunk, like, like he did the same thing to her, like, like used my tickle move on her. That, like, I, after mm. he'd already seen me well, do it and seen so, how. First of all, first of all, I've never heard of a turd that tickles. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you do not own the tickle move turd. It's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tickling is. I, uh, it's not your move. It's a. Uh, it's it, it's a move the, some uh, dudes choose to use some you, not. you cannot patent a technology that is already in regular in the public domain uh, in in regular use in in, yeah, in and i can tell you as an old fart that uh that the tickle move has been in use probably since before you were born also yeah, i would yeah. expect more from a mega chad that's all it's true Okay, well, this so was his right. pre-Mega Chad days. This was, oh, okay. All right. This that was when he was still the, the little the little puppy dog. Okay. Well, and, and probably it had everything to do with the fact that you weren't hanging out with her as much because out of sight, out of mind. Now, there right. is a truth well, to uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. men are different. Men are like, if she's out of my sight, I'm out of my mind. <laughs> I well, agree with that. But if you, if you, you have a reason. connection that is strong enough, then uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. But when you're just building that up in the first place, out of sight, out of mind. Like you have to keep mm. reinforcing your existence in our world, or it's just not going to sure. be salient. Yeah, I I, to, I totally know all that now. But at the time, I didn't. But but the re the only reason he used the tickle move after I did was because. He watched me do it, and he saw that she accepted it. And, and like giggled Classic drug-addictive behavior. Been... I learned it well, from my, watching my you. Never... <laughs> Does that mean Look, that my... after somebody's watched me fuck somebody, they can never fuck anybody again? <laughs> well, because there is no. video. <laughs> um, Tur <laughs> turds doing it nobody style. So that's how you turn porn into a weapon. <laughs> you, out oh. of the gene pool. No! I'm just saying... I'm saying, um, the, I'm saying the only reason he was confident enough to use the same move on her was because he already saw. Oh, and I'm sure he kept using that move me. on others because yeah. he saw that it worked. Yeah. Which was probably well, his primary I mean, move for a long time. That's how people learn, bro. That. Right. Um, is, is chances he, he are you saw that shit in a movie all right, so long let's, before you ever let's, did. Let's let Turd but okay, get let's to the, go, go on, the next go paragraph on with your story. We'll of, beat you. of his we'll, fucking novel. We'll, we'll bust your balls later. Okay, so, so um, yeah, so the only reason he was confident enough to, to do it to her was because she, he already saw how easy she was with it when I did it to her. But then anyway, but then he, like, told me, he was like, yeah, he was like, he was like the other night we were drunk, I was, like, tickling her. I was like, dude, you only did that. It's like, that's my, it's like, you did that because you saw me do it. So, and you saw that she accepted right. it. We're going to have to return and, to the fact that copyright is bullshit. 
Yeah, it's true. There is no intellectual so, um, property. I said the word the, and you're not allowed to use that word anymore because it's my word. Now, let, let, let's move ahead. Do you remember like the original point of your entire yeah, story? How does, I'm waiting for this to end in tragedy. Yeah, like, Where's the drug addiction in this story? Let's, let's move past. You You failed. Your buddy got the girl with your move. Let's move past that. What happened next? Well, he didn't get. I don't know if he ever did officially get the girl. But I don't um, care. Um, get to the druggle, Dad. Well, the point is the resentment that I hold. I think is is uh, partial is like for for my best friend, maybe my, my this sort of estranged best friend that I have, because he he knew that I. You're I still upset him. that he stole your tickle move. Well, no, it's it's that okay, he, he it's that he um because that doesn't feel like, very mega chat. It's it's like it almost feels like he tried to chase the girl that I liked as my best friend, and um, I think that's at the end of the, it. It almost feels like like betrayal, and and I and I have I, I hold well, anger. To let me extent. give you Shakespeare's uh, answer to that. It uh, it's it's uh, uttered by Ophelia in in Hamlet while she's mad, and her words are: "Boys will do it if they come to it. By cock they are to blame." Um, Cock being a synonym for God in those days. Um, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Right, and and I'm just and so this happened a really long time ago, and um and they hung out. I think like like I think for maybe even a couple of years. Like after that, have um, you ever heard you know, the without, phrase "all's fair in love and war"? I've heard it. And I I, expect, I would expect. I guess the point is, I would expect my my best friend. Uh, since the first grade to kind of uh, not do that. But, do you know anything about love? It is madness. Yeah. You go completely insane. Physiology is your complete enemy. And I, I got to say, I've never cheated on a girlfriend. I've never. Same. Um, I won't say I've never cheated with a girl where where she had a boyfriend, and I didn't have a girlfriend. That's definitely happened, but... Uh, Sounds polyphilic. But, well, it would have been with consent, yeah. but... Multi-amorous, even. Uh, but, yeah, in some cases, you know, there she was lying to him, and I, I was uh, perfectly happy to go along with that because I never made him any promises, but mm. I also kept in mind that if she'll cheat with you, she'll cheat on you. There is that. Um, but the... Uh, why am I telling that? I was saying that all's fair in love and war, and oh, love okay. causes well, madness. Okay, I guess I was just saying that on <laughs> on the one hand, I wouldn't do that. On the other hand, <laughs> you know, well, most so people will. I think that this is exactly why Judas exists in the story of Jesus, oh, is because the whole point is for this is to be an every man's story. Judas everyone, fucking priest. Yeah. Everyone gets betrayed. That is part of life, and it fucking sucks. Beat raid. Like, it's part of the torturous part of existence. Yeah, that- humans are shitty people to each other uh, often, uh, if not well, more frequently. But, but my point, I guess, is nobody can steal your job, and nobody can steal your girlfriend, because a job is a relationship with a person. And a girlfriend is a relationship with a person. Did you hear that? And people term? are not property. Nobody's coming after both your girlfriend and your job. Did you hear that? I'm taking your I, job. I heard. I heard it, but um, it doesn't. I'm not sure if it makes you feel better, but um, I even talked. I just I mean, said uh, I could. I didn't say I, I was I don't going. Turn, gerb. 
I don't know if my if my best friend also might feel some level of guilt uh, about this, and maybe that's why he hasn't really attempted to contact me in the past, you know, five five years or so. Because wait, wait you haven't talked uh, to the guy in five years? Not your best friend, it, right? Right, right. Probably not anymore. Um, and and that's another thing that makes me sad. Cause we were well, best friends unless he doesn't have another yeah. one, in which case you'd be the best by default. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to see someone violate your bro code. Like, yeah, yeah that, exactly. that is that, universally recognized as rude. Like, extremely right. rude. Obviously, right. friendship I, endingly rude. Well, yeah, I, I mean, think, to me, it depends. Is was Were you with her at the time, or was it a case of, uh, of I want to be with her, and I'm not? Well, well, and and, well, and even then, like if it was one of my closest friends, I would kind of expect them to be like, "Hey, are you going to be okay if I go out with this person?" Yeah, well, if, if I don't know. Asked, it it been... depends. I would now do they don't that. have to, but it's a nice courtesy. I would do that if it was an ex, definitely. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Turd. Yeah. Well, uh, he he never asked me for that permission, and and. Something similar, by the way, had, had like kind of happened to one of his ex girlfriends, but I was like, no way, you know what I mean? Like, I would not, ne- I, mm. I did not do that. He chose not and, to snipe his uh, interest. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I just feel like I felt like betrayed, and, I've, and, I've, and I'm not sure if maybe he does. And, and I, I don't. When it gets down to it, I don't actually think they ever hooked up or went out or anything. And if they did, it was for a very short while. And I don't even think that they talk anymore now either. But um, he. And I, my guess is he might actually carry around some sense of guilt, too, from this situation. But it's been really hard for me to let this resentment go. And I'm actually really glad that you guys let me tell this, this story on the air because I think it, was, I think it will help me heal. And, glad you um, got it off your chest, man. Yeah, it, maybe it probably will. And the other thing, which is going to sound crazy, especially coming from a guy who is a devout agnostic, is if you pray for that person... It, I pray for him. It, I pray for them all the time. Yeah, it it, it, it helps to resolve resentment, and I think the reason is because uh, well, there's an old story about a man who who climbed the mountain and to talk to the guru, and he said, "Guru, I feel like there are two dogs fighting inside me, and I don't know which one you win." And the guru says, "Well, the one you feed." Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> metaphor. And um, I totally agree, nobody. Um, and yes, I, I've been, I've, I've tried just about everything, including praying for him. Everything that they basically teach in in AA to let go of resentments. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, it comes yeah, down to well, accepting reality. Yeah. So, like, so there's a part of this that comes down to like, how much are you letting yourself get hung up on this thing? Exactly. Like, exactly. And, and when you when you resist part of what is real, is one of the easiest ways to get hung up on something in a very unproductive way. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's exactly. not to, um, and that's like there's the a difference head. between the, accepting mm-hmm. that it happened and accepting that it's okay. Those yeah. are two right. different things. Yeah. And right. it's true. The it, other thing is, it's it's a matter of time because as you go through the steps, you're going to come to five, which is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Sure. Six yeah. admitted. Uh, 
or I'm sorry, four is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five admitted five to God, to ourselves, fear. and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. But then when you get up to nine, it's made direct amends to such people wherever possible, mm -hmm. except when sure. to do so would would injure them or others. And yeah. and that, of, of course, the last caveat is true, but for a relationship that's that's basically dead, um, it, it's almost never going to harm them to go back and say, look, I was a dick and I'm sorry. Um, and and that's the thing is that that's all it is. It's just addressing your side of the street, not waiting for them to apologize. So and I've actually had that away. happen. And it was. Oh, what? You really apologized nice. to somebody? No, no, no. In, I had someone. I had someone who's like, you know, I really didn't think I was being a dick to you. But like, I hear this, you know, from mutual friends. And right. like, you really did not like the way I treated you in high school. And I didn't realize I was being a dick, but I'm I'm really sorry. And that, mm -hmm. like, we became yeah. friends because of right. that. Right. Yes. And it was, and no uh, uh, it was, it felt great. Admitting that you're human to another human yeah. is a very uh, sort of uh, bonding moment amongst our species. Yeah. In my mm -hmm. opinion. So I, and, and look, I agree with that, and um, all that stuff. I have, I have uh, tried to search myself into, and to find out exactly, exactly what I should po apologize to him for, because. I do feel like I was the one that got hurt, but at the same time, I do know you're you're supposed to make amends. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe my amends was just being a drug addict, being selfish. That that like I I, I was like maybe trying to like put this human being maybe as property. I, I don't know. Maybe that's the amends I I make mm -hmm. in that situation. But it's it's hard for me well, to. Why, to by the of, time you're done with four, five, six, seven, and eight. You'll know what you're apologizing for, well, and, so don't uh, worry about that. With respect to uh, the dude stealing your tickle maneuver, you know, just uh, download a copy of Beard Talk Live, edit out the section where you talk about that, and then send that to the guy to listen to. Yeah, that might not be a that may not be the worst idea ever. Um, I prefer to kind of sort of put in my my own words. I think for, where are your own him? fucking words, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> well. Oh, I won't have passed well, me know. talking for, all for we present know, me. Cyrano de Vergiac <laughs> Although was standing me might. behind him, you know, telling him what to say. We don't know they were his words. <laughs> I'd rather put it in my own words, except they were. <laughs> well, no, dude, yeah, that I, was I, five I, minutes ago turned Ferguson. He was a micro-chad. I, I have macro-chatted. <laughs> well, but my point is, I don't know if I would have, if I would, if, if this is the best way to explain it to him the way I've explained it to you guys. And also because I just don't even really know if I'm like like what exactly to apologize for, um, yet. But yeah. hopefully I will. And you I'll, want him yeah, to? It's clear you want him to apologize for stealing your fucking tickle move. You dwelled on it for like four minutes or something, man. <laughs> that's not that's not what I want him to apologize. Uh, I at the end of the day, I don't care about the Thomas the tickle move. Edison of tickle move. I, I don't care about the tickle move he wants to earn a fucking royalty every time somebody else uses the tickle move. Oh and, shit! Know, I on, owe him so much tickle. money. <laughs> at the at the end of the day, it's the resentment uh, that I hold for feeling like I was betrayed and mm. for feeling like uh, yeah, oh, that, that, that's uh, one, I yeah. think that's, that's the truth. I've been pee yeah. a lot easier when they're tickled than guys do. It's true. Well, well no that would have been fine with me, I suppose, but um. Uh, yeah, I just, um, okay, I really that's a little kinky. Guys, uh, letting me... Yeah, right. 
I appreciate you guys letting me know. We may have entered TMI territory. All right, I don't mean to squeeze you off, but here you go, turd. Bye-bye. Okay, we're pinching off turd. Somebody sprayed a can of turd, be gone. That was actually the most relatable I've heard, turd. (laughs) I don't have the uh, flushing sound queued up, otherwise we'd have taken about a... Yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you can't push the big red button behind you, you and it work. Uh, not yeah. So that goes out a different uh, thing than goes oh, onto this show. Yeah, we're uncensored. I yeah, we're we're uncensored, and so none of our censoring capabilities are activated, <laughs> so see. to speak, on this show. We couldn't stop cussing if we twin fucking powers. Activate. <laughs> form of... A censorship button. A former FBI agent working for Twitter. <laughs> shape uh, of... What's the other half of that? Shape of... Yeah, shape of... Um, a, a gigantic a Karen. Yeah. Gigantic Karen. <laughs> I mean, there are already gigantic Karens in this world. There are. Are we talking about like gigantic in comparison to the largest Karen that exists? Karens beyond your very comprehension. Karens <laughs> beyond measure. Like, beyond like Godzilla-sized Karen stomping over a city. Uh, th- well, yes. that would clearly be Karenzilla. Yes. Right. I mean, yes. we've the the only footage that I've seen of coming one soon was to your customer South service Park. department. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when Barbara Streisand, the queen of the Karens, um, you know, attacked the the uh, the village. Well, when she puts her foot down, there goes the company. And like a ten miles radius or something. I, I'm not really sure. I don't know how that works. Uh, I does, need to step out one minute. I'll be back. How does how I does one timing you? How does one attain Zilla status? Zillositude? Yes, like... I mean, I hear there's a website, Zilla. Oh, oh, that's Zilla. How do you become peakless mountain Zilla? How do I become peakless (laughs) mountain Zilla? You know, I'd like to see more of you around the office. Fine, I'll gain weight. Uh, I don't know about that, but... (laughs) You'd probably have to get uh, Dr. Shrinker involved with his shrinking ray Mm, and to, to make you miniature... But then something goes awry, and instead it makes you into a giant. It has the opposite effect. Somebody reversed the polarity. It makes me into a giant, hey? Yeah, and then you become Beakless Mountainzilla. Captain, hmm? I hate to tell you this. What? You're too late. It's already happened? I've already become a giant. Fuck. I know. Just snuck right up on you. You don't run around Turns saying things like... Turns out I'm a giant like, ninja. Ho, ho, ho. Uh. <laughs> That's the green guy. He's a giant, right? Yeah, well, he's a corporate shell. Uh, I've seen Andre the Giant chug a beer in like two gulps. Could you do that? Mm, depends on the size of the beer. Okay. Like a full pint? Uh, I don't think I like could do it in a, two. A beer in his hand looks like a shot glass in my hand. I know, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, where did you get that tiny beer? And then he hands it to you and you're like, oh, that's like a pounder. <laughs> yeah. Andre the Giant, best giant ever. Comes with his own golf cart, apparently. Yeah. I'm trying to think about other giants that I might know of. Yeah. So, fun fact, the uh, uh, golf cart that he rode around was why uh, Carrie Elwes ended up breaking his foot. (laughs) So, there's this one scene you can't even tell until you know that he is very clearly not using that foot. He's like at the top of the mountain right before he gets uh, pushed over and rolls down. And, yeah. And they're like, oh, you look so dashing when you move like that. Dashing. Yeah. Uh, 
Man, it was a double-sided sword for uh, inconceivable. Because on the one hand, <laughs> man, you've got your brand. But the on the other hand, pride. you will suffer that word for the rest of your career. Yeah, that's true. You know, Danny DeVito was supposed to do that one. I heard that, yeah, that that was uh, written with him in mind. Yeah. But, yeah, whatever. So, I have a gripe about Danny DeVito. Uh-oh. So, there's this uh, Jersey Mike's uh, sub-sandwich uh, commercial that I've seen an ungodly number of times. Okay. And at one point, my ears perked up, and I couldn't figure out why. But fortunately, they keep blasting me with this damn thing to the point where I'm not ever going to go to Jersey Mike's, no matter how much I want a Philly steak sandwich. Well, I mean, but, if you're going here in Keene, you're going to go to the other place. Don't go to Jersey Mike's. Yeah. But I figured out why my ears picked up. They redid the sound of it because he used the word him. Oh. That's his sandwich. And so what did they change it to? Their sandwich. <laughs> no assuming the gender of the person next to you. Soon it'll be like uh, it'll be like Jersey persons. Because <laughs> Mike is generally referred to as a, a male name, right? Generally thought of as, as a male name. Yeah, I was seeing uh, an article of, I think it was in Brazil, where the law is literally written to help uh, women get their children I mean, in our country, we don't have laws that are explicitly sexist. We just have courts that are explicitly sexist. Mm. Indeed we do. Whereas I, I think it was Brazil, the law is specifically written that you will be helped more if you're female. Brazil! Yeah, that place is going to hell. I like to shake my fist and say the word Brazil because I worked for, a, worked for a company and people would buy our, our product online and we would ship it to them from the United States. And uh, Brazil is one of these countries that when your mail shows up, the first thing that happens is people look at it. And I mean, like government people post, you know, and, and then uh, once they have it, they hold it hostage and charge whoever it's supposed to be sent to additional postage. Even though you've paid postage to send it to them, mm -hmm. they hold it hostage and then charge them to come and get their own mail. Brutal. Uh, and it happens, it can happen uh, several times on down the line. So if it shows up just as it arrives from the U.S., that's one level. And then it gets put on a big truck that shows up to some other region, you know, maybe a hub, something like that. That's another level. And then the final, you know, mile between the hub and like the actual destination of the person, their actual address uh, is a third level. So it can happen several times throughout the process. And so we would get these customer service you know complaints or cries for help is more accurate because they were like i ordered your product and like I, it's gonna cost me three times the amount i paid for your product just to receive it because of the and we're like sorry bro that's your country you know like I, we yeah. have not we paid for it to you know we charged you the appropriate amount according to what your government tells us and you know we sent it to you and it was addressed we can tell where it is too because they're like we, we know where it is but they want so much to get it asking us to pay that fee and there was no way we were going to pay that i mean they're basically extorting people yeah. for their own parcels yeah it's a hell of a hell of a way to do a tariff man and so every time i hear brazil i just think brazil because every time ah, the company where the would, nuts come from yeah every time the company would get you know one of these calls or complaints or you know a ticket open or something like that that had to do with this subject like, it was a meme around the office that it happened so frequently that everybody's like, Brazil! <laughs> yeah. So have you heard what's going on in Brazil these days? I heard there's a bunch of nuts. Ah. 
Well, I know and they, some waxing going they on. had a <laughs> election that was alleged to be rigged mm. um, by the by the leftists. I mean, aren't and, elections by nature all rigged? Mm. Um, I would I, say so, but most people don't believe that. I can't believe that anyone's going to be fighting for that much power and not cheat at all. Like, well, I'm sorry. And I like, don't think that's a thing. And, like, I don't remember ever deciding that, oh, oh, hey, I want really big, super important things that, you know, can cause the death of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people uh, to be in the hands of a popularity contest. Right. Mm. Seems like not the way that uh, civilized people would organize themselves. Like, when you, when you, uh, you know, frequent a company's product... Uh, you probably look into what the company's about, you know, do they have experience in doing what they're doing? Are they good at what they do? What's their reputation? Like all that kind of shit. When it comes to elections, it's just a popularity contest. Yeah. That's it. There's no like, Hey, this guy would be best because of these qualifications or, you know, Hey, he's done this, this, that, and the other thing over here. And so we think he'd be good at this, that, and the other thing over here. There's no, there's none of that. You don't evaluate that shit like you do even a job. Right. If somebody's if you've ever interviewed somebody for a job, you've ever been a boss, a manager of any kind, and you've interviewed somebody for a position, uh, none of those things get asked of elected folk. Well, the only time that I've ever seen it at all in my lifetime was when people voted for Trump and they said, well, he ran a business. So if he could run the country like a business, there was a time before that that I recall where they said the exact same things, And that's why I'm I'm as sour on trump as everybody else <laughs> ross perot uh, right? ross right. perot well, he was the texas businessman right mm-hmm. uh and he ran some successful companies he was rich yeah and so everybody was like they said the same shit about uh perot that they said about trump they're like well he's a businessman and so therefore he'll run the country like a business and like no none of that shit happened for either of them well well he never trump, got the opportunity perot didn't but, get elected so yeah. that's Hardly his fault. But even that being said, as a politician, Perot was not very good. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, he did really well um, until uh, allegedly there were death threats against his daughter and he dropped out. And no one believed him when he re-entered the race that there had been death threats against his Are daughter. Are you fucking but kidding me? For what I know since then, I have no reason to believe that there were not death threats against his daughter. I would think that if you're considering becoming a president of particularly the United States of America, you would be aware that that's going to be part of the job. Right. That you're going to get some death threats. Uh yeah, I would think well, that that would be like you should expect that on the so way too. But You're trying to run the there biggest are time, gang on earth. There are things that could surprise you, like maybe those threats came from the Secret Service. Maybe it came from his own defense detail. Mm. In which case, oh, I've got a real problem here that I probably didn't expect because most people underestimate the level of corruption in the U.S. government. Yeah, you that's know? true. Well, I would be very thing- surprised. I mean, if you look at the footage of Trump coming to the White House to meet with Obama, like the day after the election, he looked like somebody had shot his best friend all through that meeting. Not Obama, Mm. Trump, the winner. 
the guy who this should have been the high point of his life. Yeah. So what I want to know is what happened immediately before that meeting? Maybe he was hungover. Maybe he was hungover, no. although my no, understanding actually, he, is he, he doesn't drink. He never drinks. Um, but, you know, people lie about that kind of thing. I but honestly believe it. I, he, he totally I strikes to be, me as a straight I tend to edge. believe it, too. My guess is that somebody showed him the Zabruder film from some speed. novel angle that hasn't been seen before where, you know, George Bush's face is clearly visible firing the <laughs> fatal round or something uh, no, no, and said, this George. is what's going to happen to you and your family if you don't play ball with us. Sure. Yeah. And uh, because there's a lot of things he said he would do that he did not do mm. that are the sort of things that I would expect him to do. For example, uh, Napolitano, uh, the uh, uh, judge, friend of the Pauls, yep. anarchist. Judge Napolitano? Mm. Yeah, Judge Napolitano um, got a call from Trump just before Trump left office. And Trump said, what should I do before I leave office? And Napolitano said, release the JFK documents. Mm. And Trump said, I can't do that. Someday I'll tell you why. Well, that and, sounds like another promise from a politician. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, you know, I uh, hope he does because I don't trust Trump. As soon as I'm I sure they're not going to murder me the way that they murdered JFK, extent. I will tell you. Why? I don't, I I don't know where we were going, that. but my point was that uh, I've heard all the things that they said about Trump on the way to him getting elected mm -hmm. because they said all the same things about Perot in his campaign. Yeah. Even though Perot didn't win, right, mm -hmm. and Trump did, like all of the things were identical, right, about the whole business aspect and like, you know, how mm -hmm. it'll be better and all that kind of crap. Yeah, yeah Trump's too rich to be bought. Right. It, it, Trump had this, feed, this field preceded. Spent like, his own money on his fucking campaign and shit. Did you know he had actually run for president in just New York, but it had been such a small campaign that, like, it just didn't go anywhere? Who did? Uh, Trump. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Like, he wasn't in any any party at the time. Yeah. He just, you know, had the, the little things, vote Trump. It's like, ah, ha, ha, he's running for president. I mean, if, <laughs> if the population or the popularity contest is... Just even a valid contest, right? Within like a popularity contest's rules, right? The guy who wins actually got more votes than the other guy, right? right? Even if it's a valid popularity contest, how come nobody, not nobody, but no one uh, like the famous one, you know, Jim Bob the plumber from, you know, Keene, New Hampshire, who's had a business for 50 years and has been plenty successful, raised his family, whatever. Like, how come he doesn't win the popularity contest? Right. What's the difference between because, you know, they like to say they like to lie to you and say mm. you can grow up to become president. Why Anybody. Can't? Anybody can. It's not true. Yeah. Totally. Well, not true. I don't know. I the, the, I mean, if Biden can be president, anybody can be president. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that guy. That guy's is, got strings longer than I mean, he's a marionette. dude. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, he is a legacy. To, to use the uh, college word for it. Like, he is a, a politician, son of a politician in a politician family. Like, he is in that mafia. Like, if you're not in that, if you're not at least in the mafia, if you're not 
in their club. Yeah, his family is definitely no in the club. Yeah, the, the club Carlin talks about, mm. Biden is definitely in it. Yeah. Now, yeah. well, he is he is a made man from the uh, from that point of view. It's just exactly. the idea that they would, you know, the the best they could do was a senile child molester. That's pretty <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So. I think that the reason they picked a senile child molester was two reasons. Number one, so ordinary people, they wanted to say, see, we'll get back to normal. You know how you hate the new normal and you want to get back to normal? Here's the old normal. And their own base, they wanted to say, see, we own you. Well, This is a straight old white male who is very rich and you will vote for him anyway, Democrat. Right. I was going to point that out, too, because if... If you think about what happened, if you think that Biden is a marionette, right, uh, what they did is they took the thing that the left most abhorred prior to Trump, which was their whole thing was like, not another old white guy in the Mm. office, right? That seemed, I heard that so much, dude. Right. Right. And so then, you know, that's, that was their argument against Trump, right? And then Trump gets elected. And so... If Biden is a marionette, they gave the left the worst possible, th- like the worst thing. Like the, they didn't give him something that they gave him the thing that they hated the most the last election cycle, which was another old white guy in the office. Mm. So even if the election uh, was a valid contest, uh, you don't get the thing you abhorred the most as the next of your sort of party in the office unless there's some shady fucking shit going on and it ain't valid. Right. Mm. Absolutely yeah, right. Well, they definitely cheated Bernie. Oh yeah. You know. Well, Bernie I mean, Slanders. obviously, I don't support Bernie. Was Bernie, in on being but Bernie cheated. Was cheated. Yeah, and he was in on being cheated. Like, if he was not agreeing to this entire thing, <laughs> this would go very differently. I, uh, I I make this reference not very often, but frequently enough for me to to remember it as a reference. But uh, in two thousand and eight, or. Uh, later, but before now, before this last election, Ron Paul and Bernie Sanders on the same right. ticket. Right. Mm. Right. Oh, man. You get the left and the right. And you have consistency. And they're both old white guys. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> but you have consistency. What everybody seems to love. Well, what well, you have is yin and yang, really, in, in that in that. You know, sort of thing. Like Ron Paul is the the libertarian. You know, sort of. I don't want to call him God, but like he is the the reference that a lot of libertarians go to, and the socialists love uh, Bernie Sanders, right? At least the younger ones did. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I heard nothing but Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders from like the mm-hmm. crews that I, uh, you know, hung with, and I was just like, oh my god, you guys are crazy. He's just as statist as every fucking buddy else. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and so it, but I, was, I like to pose but that question. Though. I like to pose that question to people like, what would you have done if that were the actual bill? I would have voted for it. Nobody? I, I would have voted for it if uh, if Ron Paul was on top of it. Dude, I'll do you one better. I so Paul Sanders, have, not Sanders, Paul. I yeah. would have voted for Bernie Sanders. If they had run him, mm-hmm. I would have voted for him. No, it's okay. I get it. You're a socialist, but I know what to expect from you. He's not just a socialist. I know exactly what you're going to do. Yeah, because that's different. As if they. (laughs) It's not fascism. It's democratic Democratic fascism. fascism. Oh, it's funny. They keep voting for these socialist leaders. It's not racism. It's democratic racism. Right? Exactly. Fascism with democratic racism is exactly how you got Hitler.
Like, this was a democratic vote. It was socialism. People don't seem to notice that. Hitler is democratic point. socialism. So is Stalin. So is Mao. It's really easy to have when you only have one party. I just wish the whole fucking thing would crumble. Yeah. It's useless. Yeah. Barbaric, antique. I get that, like, having siloed, you know, monolithic sort of structures in society was necessary for society to get to where it is, for technology to evolve, for mankind to evolve to, yeah. from where it was to where it is currently. But technology makes that shit all obsolete now. It really does. I mean, the the whole voting system. Like, if you wanted to, we have the technology now to have a perfect record of every vote. Mm-hmm. It, we are absolutely certain of its security, and it will be a permanent record yep. that is absolutely perfect. And we can do this anonymously. What you? I don't know that it could be done anonymously, or at least not the challenges. Well, challenges would have to be de-anonymized because they would have to look at that particular vote and say, I mean, to me, two necessities um, is each voter should be able to look back and say what vote was cast by me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't get a voting this, receipt when you vote? Um, it doesn't. Wouldn't that be nice? It doesn't show. When you just get a little sticker. When you for. click a thing, it, you just get the, the thing that says I'm retarded or whatever, or I voted. Uh, yeah. The sticker, but you don't get a printout or anything. Certainly that, uh, uh, those who voted for me were not retarded. <laughs> um. I, I I have nothing to say for the rest of them, but <laughs> but um, so when you go in, obviously I've never voted because I would know this, but like so you go in, you, is it a computer screen now? Like what it, what does it look like when you go to vote? Base paper. Yeah, we use paper ballots in New Hampshire uh, that are then fed into a machine. I've, I've a seen, closed sourced machine. I've seen a which couple means of I these. I have no idea what happens after that. I've seen nope. a couple of these online when there's like multiple things to select where people will take like a, a photo of it on their cell phone and then look what I checked. Look at the boxes I checked. That kind of but can you take a picture of your vote? Uh you can take a picture of it. Yeah, okay. Yep. So you are able to collect a receipt of your of your vote should you choose to collect one. Um well yeah, but that would not be the case in a blockchain. Uh, voting system. I now, mean, the I've heard receipt that, uh, is on the uh, is on the blockchain. The receipt is the transaction. Right. Yeah. Now I've heard that if you uh, publish that uh, picture that you take, that Hold counts on, as voter intimidation. Um. Actually, they have not been prosecuting people for that, and oh, people good. in New Hampshire have been doing that. Nice. Um. I've seen it on Facebook. Now that doesn't mean they wouldn't prosecute me if I did it. Right. All right, we're going to switch gears. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Hey, it's Major Captain. Major. It's Major Captain. I don't Wait, think you can be could, a Major Captain. I don't, uh, that's a contradiction I, in rank. I, 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 I'm officially demoting myself. How about that? <laughs> you guys want to argue amongst yourself. So yeah. now you're minor captain? I know no, you can be a lieutenant well, colonel. <laughs> lieutenant colonel. You I'll, can be no, a lieutenant that, colonel. That, that, that was uh, my stepfather. He was the only one to rate that rank. And he honestly he wasn't the it. only one. There have been other lieutenant colonels. <laughs> no, in, in, in my particular family. He actually got awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. Unfortunately, he got it awarded to him by Obama, so I consider it kind of gratuitous suck, but whatever. 
Hmm. Um, what exactly is so a Congressional Medal of Honor? Like, what 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 are the criteria for supposedly earning one of those? You really got to be upstanding and forthworth, and had to put yourself at serious serious risk. My 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 actual great great grandfather was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. He rode with Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders. Yeah, and from what I understand, was, those are frequently uh, awarded posthumously. Oh, yeah, mostly, usually they are. So you don't even get one when you're alive. Right. you you got to be That's dead first? Well, being dead. What kind dead, of bullshit award is well, that? Being well, being dead of times proves pretty dead cons- is a result of what you did to get the medal. Right. It proves pretty conclusively that what you did was fucking dangerous because you're dead. Well, both of these men were awarded it after they, they were still alive. Okay? It was, they were probably close to their deathbeds, but they were both still alive. Anyway, yeah, my real blood grand great grandfather was uh, the machine gunner when they were trying to take San Juan Hill. Mm. Which oh Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> I got the cavalry bobs on my old uh, four beaver hat. You'll know me if I ever walk the campsite with that damn thing on. <laughs> Did you know that there's a Congressional Medal of Honor for the Space Force? Wow. I have- I just has I just been, looked has at the it wiki. Has ever been awarded? Uh, I don't think so. And it looks like they're rolling it in with the Air Force. So uh, not only are they jipping the Air Force, they're rolling the Space Force in with the Air Force. So that's one medal. Okay. <laughs> well, they got to have these ready for when the fake aliens come. There are three distinct variants of the medal, one for the Army awarded to soldiers, one for the Naval Service awarded to sailors, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen, and one for the Air and Space Forces awarded to airmen and guardians. Why are people who are in the Space Force called guardians? Is Space Force part of, uh, I mean, probably because of the popularity of guardians of the galaxy right but uh god no but yes it was they have called themselves team america instead (laughs) america fuck Fuck yeah yeah. here we come to save the motherfucking day yeah i do wonder if somewhere in the bowels of the deep state in some part of the fbi csa somewhere there is a, a designated team america and they in fact police the fucking world well, they better Isn't be, that what uh, the whole they, fucking thing is? Right. So maybe at the very top of the deep state is Team America. Hmm. Hmm. I'd rather see it at the bottom and let him be like me, the unhackable Charlie Brown. <laughs> Go ahead. Try, try to weasel me out, you ferrets. <laughs> wow. Hey, that is unfair to ferrets. I never well, knew a ferret that was so despicable that I might think of the government with them. They are so stinky little critters. They, they are stinky, it. that's true. Yeah, they're nasty. They, Musculons has nothing on them. Speaking uh, yeah. of which. All right, wait, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Major. Hang on, because they say that the medal is awarded for valor, and they further go on to say that valor uh, is courage, and they define courage as the choice and willingness to confront agony, pain, danger, uncertainty, or intimidation. Valor is courage or bravery, especially in battle. Yep. Marching into the wall to the teeth of death willingly. Kind of like we do here on our radio show and our <laughs> podcast. Yep. Put a big old I've target on top of us. I've mostly marched into the teeth of imprisonment, yeah. but not death. 
Well, oh. I mean, I mean, you've come close. You dude. get enough imprisonment, yeah. it is Man. death. So it, yeah, this I mean, is true. You, all it takes you sound is angry. What you sound angry, and I hold in my hand Webster's Dictionary of Quotes on anger. Mark Twain says, "When angry, count to four, and then swear." Oh, good, because I'm a musician and I can only count to four. Hmm. And, you can and he only you knows like. three chords. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Joe P. Lewis on, on animals says, I just trust camels or anyone else who can go a week without a drink. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, I'm officially on the wagon, so, you know, uh, I'm going to be going for a really long time without a drink. Yeah. I hope you're not hooked to it. That would make you an ass or an ox or some such thing. <laughs> well, yeah. I do All have, animals are I do have ass and kick ass, so you know you you do the math. There's that. Yeah, I'm about to uh, about to join you on the wagon too, because I make my 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 yearly uh, pause in my drinking. From, yeah, I have uh, expected you to, to already be on, but no, are we not there yet? Nope, not yet. Okay. Uh, from my birthday to amateur hour, uh, in this case, uh, St. Patty's Day. Uh, but when is your birthday? Uh, the 11th. Okay, so we're not there yet. All right. Yeah. This one, this one here is from George Orwell. He says, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Yeah, that's yeah. what politicians That believe. was written on the side of the barn in Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Yeah, it came from George Orwell. Well, who do you think wrote Animal Farm? Uh, yeah, he wrote Animal Farm. All yeah, right, there well, used to be more rules farm. than that. In fact, that was well. Uh, there are there are rules uh, other than that, but that was the uh, the one that stayed. That was well. It was the one that was that was listed last, and it started out as just all animals are created equal, and then they woke up uh, one morning, and it had been changed to add that some animals are more equal than others. Mm. Seems to be how our law is written. Yeah. That's perplexing. That's perplexing. Who who was the ghostwriter? So Billy Vaughn and Voltaire are the last two on us here. All right. When go for Billy. We hope that when the insects take over the world, they will remember with gratitude how we took them along on our picnics. <laughs> uh you know the, the insects ruled this world for plenty long enough, in my opinion. Uh, and and I would really like to see uh, f- higher forms of life rule for that long. I don't know about you, but I, I'm yeah, insects certainly rule. I I hate mosquitoes. They really they got a spouted out number. That's for damn sure. Oh and, yeah, no, and, like even by sheer biomass, and, and like not even close. The the biggest chunk of the uh, of the Earth's living uh, biomass is ants, by ooh, a huge margin. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, oh, yeah. They got, they got us like 10 million to one. Well, and I was okay. going to say, too, like, I look like me. You know, I look like a guy who maybe take a punch or get into an accident, walk away. I've done those things in my life. Uh, but don't get me around like a oh. wasp. Right? I'm ah! right? Start screaming like a little <laughs> girl and shit. It's pretty awesome. Don't like those white Anglo Saxon Protestants? No, I mean, like, uh, you know, bees that sting. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think when my when my kid was out west, they pulled over in the in the in the big old damn crew cab. Right, you got six eight guys crammed in this damn thing, and they're all taking a leak on the side of the road. And my boy spots a hard hat down in the ditch, so he goes down, grabs it, chucks it in the truck. Well, they get bouncing down the road, and he picks it up and flips it over, and a vole or a mouse or some shit comes flying out of it, and all these big 
tough rut nuts just screaming and pulling their skirts up and shit. And my kid just stomps the damn thing. He says, you guys are a bunch of wisses. Wisses? All right. Is that like a wuss but with an eye? Oh, yeah. It was, it's a combination word my father came up. It's sissy and wussy put together? And it, it, it was wimp and puss put uh, together. As a uh, it's a portmanteau. There's our portmanteau, portmanteau for the day. Wissy. All right, so here's from Voltaire's the last quote on animals. He says, animals have the advantage over man. And you got to think, this is way back. They have no theologians to instruct them. Their funerals cost them nothing. And no one ever starts lawsuits over their wills. Hmm. Mm, well, that's pretty, that's pretty damn deep. Well, there. N- no, but other people start lawsuits over other people's wills, but not over the wills of animals. That's true. That's corrupt, sir. That's corrupt, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, if I'm ever in court, <laughs> that's corrupt, sir. <laughs> I tell you what, dude. This book—if you could pick a letter—I'll give you a word that's in it. I've, I've already gone over politicians and some. Oh, other politicians ones. is easy. Poly meaning many, and ticks meaning bloodsuckers. Mm. You get politics, many bloodsuckers. Yep. Oh, I just came upon the laws. I haven't checked that one out yet. I got laziness here. Are you going through okay. what you got next? Sloth, gluttony. I got lying. <laughs> oh, that sounds like it could be a good one. Here, I got one pork marked off. Oh, this is politics and pleasure and, oh, hell, politics is like. Are you just saying words now? I don't understand what's going on here, Major. He's, I love I He's looking at a dictionary of quotations. Ah. And, and, and they're arranged by categories like lying? Yes. What, what yeah. book is this? Probably this is Bartlett's Web- quotations or a variant thereof. Web- let, let him answer. What is it? Webster's what? Webster's Dictionary of Quotations. Huh. Timeless quotes to enhance speech and writing. Thousands of quotations over 200,000. Oh, is this the little kid from the 80s TV show Webster put this together? No. No, it's Webster's Dictionary. No, it's a far more virulent <laughs> Have you ever force. read uh, Ambrose Bryce, The Devil's Dictionary? No. I have. That oh, has some great definitions. Uh, it has the politics definition uh it has anoint which is defined as the act of lubricating a politician already sufficiently slippery Um, (laughs) (laughs) all right all right of course anointing is what they do when they uh inaugurate a new king they anoint him with oh, oil. Oh, anoint, not like ointment. Mm. I got you. Okay. Well, ointment and anoint come from the same rule. They, for some reason... But it's not an ointment, it's anointment. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> ointment comes from the same uh, same place. Yes. All right. I, I've already read through this whole topic and I've checked off the best ones for you. All righty. The first one is from John Arbfusnot. I cannot even enunciate that last name. Arbfusnot. <laughs> Parties die at the last swallowing of their own lies, which is pretty damn good. All what's die at the last swallowing of their own All lies? All political parties die mm. at the last swallowing of their own lies. Oh, I thought he said all hookers die at the last. <laughs> I thought he said all parties. Yeah, oh. all political parties. Yeah. Oh. He did. Yeah. Okay. What's next? All right. So the next one is from Ambrose Benish. That's a, Andrew, Ambrose oh. Bierce wrote the Devil's Dictionary. Huh. 
Okay. All right. It says politics, the conduct of public affairs for private advantage. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Now, this one I kind of like. I like, like Bastiat also. <laughs> Bastiat. Uh, or Bastier, if you prefer. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. Man. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll watch the No, Col- I, would, I would say it Bastiat as well because I'm me. <laughs> I'll watch the, uh, the Colbert Report. I don't mind. Um, but the, uh, I mean, not now that he's just a political hack, but oh I would God. back in the day. Yeah, he's unwatchable now. Um, but the, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, that's a tribute to major pain, by the way. He, it's true. But, yeah. uh, oh, his, his, his quote as an economist was government, hang on, shush, shush for a sec. Government is that great fiction through which everyone attempts to live at the expense of everyone else. Yep, yep. <laughs> major. Go ahead, yeah, I heard a guy last night butted me better than anybody. He he triple butted his toast. But, uh, but anyway, the next one here is from Leon Gaetan, I think. He says, in Mexico, an air conditioner is called a politician because it makes a lot of noise but doesn't work very well. Huh? I like that one. <laughs> I that. Nice. <clears throat> All right, there's a couple quickies. All right, I got three in a row that are just one-liners, but they kind of roll together. Give us one at a time. Verses from Bob Dylan. He says, I think politics is an instrument of the devil. Next one is from Charles de Gaulle. Politics are too serious to be a matter, uh, too too serious of a matter to be left to the politicians. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I like that one too. And Charles de Gaulle is the one who signed that damn deal with Germany that got all Europe sucked up into hell. Fuck that guy, Chuck. Yeah. Lewis Hen- McHenry Howe says, you cannot adopt politics as a profession and remain honest. Bam! Bam! The last, the last couple are from Ronald Reagan. And oh. the first one, he goes back I don't to know if I want to hear Reagan, dude. Oh, yeah, he on. said he, some good shit. Well, he didn't do any good shit, uh, you, but he said some good shit. You know what Nancy says? If you can't beat him, nuke him. Yeah, well, I will say this for uh, Ronald Reagan. Now, that thoroughly evil man actually did some real good in the world. I mean, the the contribution that that made to the fall of the Soviet Empire was actually fairly substantial. And he could have blown us all up and didn't. Well, that's so true of all So even an presidents. evil man can accomplish things that are good for humanity. Yeah, I... Which I, I the, think the, is giving the, last, the devil its yeah. due. The last I, quote, I successfully refrained from blowing up the world what every was, day. What was the last quote, Major? The third one? about? There, there's two of them right quick from Reagan. No, no, no. The last one that you read before these Reagan ones. Oh, you cannot adopt politics as a profession and remain honest. That's from Lewis McHenry Howe. Thank you. You may, you may proceed. I may proceed. All right, so the first one, Ronald Reagan, like I said, I think he's going back to his uh, his uh, Hollywood roots on this recollection. He says, politics is like show business. You have to have a hell of an opening, post for a while, and then have a hell of a close. Okay. The next one. Wait, that was politics. have a hell of an opening, pose for a while? Pause, or coast, coast. for a while. Coast oh, coast for a while. Coast. coast. Yeah. yeah. Do, do some spectacular shit right quick. And then roll the wave like he was a surfer, and then 
do some spectacular dismount when you hit the coast. I well, hell, Biden's that. coasting on Obama, so sometimes you don't even have to have a hell of an opening. I mean, I know people who treat their jobs like that. Right? They come in and they're all like fired up, and then like you know, after a couple I of days, bagels. After a couple of days, they just sort of start to do nothing for a while, right. and then something spectacular happens. It's usually them getting fired, right? But <laughs> you know, they do make a, a an exit. So to speak. If you ain't if you ain't worth a damn, you ain't gonna last a week. I give you I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, number two. Hurry up. All right, so this and this is the last one from old Ronnie Reagan. Okay, good. I got there, there's one from Margaret Thatcher if you want to hear it, but I, I do not. No. I barely want to hear this I, I, Reagan I one. I don't right? want to read it either. But, but I feel anyway, like we've already teased it. So yeah, yeah. let's hear the, the let's hear the last politics. Reagan one. Last one is politics is supposed to be the second oldest profession. I have come to realize bears a very close resemblance to the first. <laughs> That's a fact. Hey, Major, we're taking a break. Thanks for the call tonight. Peace, love, and reliable contraceptives. Ooh, very nice. Uh, I want to take us out to break with... Uh, so I heard a song from these guys, and I was like, that sounds very sort of, you know, I don't know, anarchistic, libertarian, you know, bent. And uh, I, I had trouble finding uh, the album that it came off. And uh, I finally re-looked again today after some time. It's been years since I actually looked for this. Uh, this band is called Death Cycle. They have an album called Prelude to Tyranny. And just to give you some uh, an idea of some of their song titles, Angels from Hell, Enemy of the State, Is It Too Late, We Will, uh, sorry, we will Rise, Blueprint for Enslavement, and a uh, an accomplice to murder, pawns of the new American century. So they've got some like just kick-ass, you know, anti sort of titles. So anyway, uh, we're gonna take about a ten-minute break. This is Death Cycle. we
Oh my god. Punk rock, man. Punk Hardcore rock. punk rock. I, I have no idea about these guys' background or anything like that. But this uh this music was grooving my soul. Yeah. And that was Death Cycle off of a disc called Prelude to Tyranny. I got one for the outro. Uh, I already got one of those for today, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put you on deck. Okay. I, I try to be prepared for these kinds of things. Gotcha. Um, I have to press some buttons. I think I have to tell people that, you know, we are actually back. And we are. Yeah. It is Beard. We're 66% back. Beard Talk Live. Yeah, we're uh, two-thirds of us have returned. Yeah, and uh, there's one third uh, en route. Ah, so punk rock en route was probably my best member berry from my high school reunion. Member berries. Yeah. Wow. So there's a term I haven't heard in a while. I think since the last time you said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember someone that. doesn't religiously watch South Park. No, I was. There was something else that was said earlier today, and I'm like, I haven't heard that in a long time. I can't <laughs> remember what it was, but I think about like like vernacular words that we use are transient like there's terms nobody else uses man like nobody you and i use groovy right but it's yes. more of in jest at the fact that nobody uses groovy anymore right you know i just use groovy because i like it yeah i think yeah. it's groovy. and if it's also the most discreet in way in the world to say like pussy mm, yeah but i never forget because that that's the groove Ah. <laughs> Why, thank you for your hippie lore. No problem. Um, what do you, uh, he's the hippie historian? I, well, someone's got to be. I mean, kind of, although really I'm not the guy for the job because I don't. I, I mean, I know some of the like 60s lore, but I wasn't there. Of course, then again, if you remember the 60s, you probably weren't there. Mm, I, I, <laughs> so I'll tell you what I, I, I didn't not, know. I do not, and I was not. So what I didn't hear about from any source about the 60s was uh, what the Jesus freaks were. So like, Jesus by the time that, freaks were Christian hippies. Yeah, I, they, that, that, like, Jesus the only way that I knew about freaks. that was from, from finding about from my dad having been that. Yeah. And like I never and, even knew these things it, existed. And it wasn't just Jesus. It wasn't that Jesus was not singled out. Uh you could be an acid freak, you could be a Jesus freak, you mm. could be a a, yeah, a, a a Marx freak. By the time you it came into my language, like a, in the nineties, uh, it was a Jesus freak was someone who was yeah. a hardcore zealot Christian. Uh yes, but also a hippie. That's no no, you can't do both of those. You can. I've seen it done. My favorite Authoritarian part. and hip do not go together. They are oil okay. and water. Okay. I, I didn't catch the word authoritarian in what you said. Did and these people were not authoritarian. Camacho? But Jesus wasn't particularly authoritarian either. Jesus was more hippie than, you know, most of the hippies were. So, you know, it's... Uh, and I say that not even being a Christian. Um, it's just my observation. If you look, the thing is, if you look at the words of Jesus, they're not bad. I mean, they they may well contain false statements, but 
you know I haven't found one too yet. Well, the the and I've had basically those are things that are unverifiable like the only way to the father is through me. Um you know, okay. that's a pretty hefty so, claim. Okay, well, the whole point of Jesus is that this is the example. So you've got God, that's the, the the standard, right? So the non-aggression principle is mm-hmm. the standard of being a voluntarist. The standard of uh, of that, you know, worldview is God. Now the expression of the standard is mm-hmm. Jesus. That's how the whole story is structured. Um so the only way to get to the standard is to go I mean of course you can't be someone else that's insane you have to be mm. you but being you doing what it is like to be like the standard that you're trying to see in the world mm. Yeah it's uh, um, it's an unfortunate standard cuz it's not necessarily uh reachable mm. Let's go to somebody non-standard Let's go to Rob in Vermont. Rob. Oh, oh my God. I didn't say it right. Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? There we go. All right. Hey, you guys ought to be ashamed of yourselves. We are. (laughs) For doing a show like this. Which bit are you referring to? Uh, You think this is new? I think Rob's going to tell us why. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Because, well, you didn't say the George Collin preamble. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. You yeah, should be ashamed did. of yourself. You missed I think, it. I think we may have lost a caller doing the preamble. I think we did. Actually. Yeah, it's true. But I don't think that's the first time we've done it either. Well, <laughs> I didn't hear it. The, the We're a great college show. We're professionals. Hey, but I gotta tell you, the music you've been playing, uh, Captain, has been phenomenal. Hey, I got. Yeah, to- uh, I apologize to like your living room and your curtains, and you know if you. You know, tossed a coffee table over or anything like that. Uh, my apologies to your furniture. No, no. I, I, hey, dude, I fucking love <laughs> it's it. hard like, not to, like, throw even a one-person mosh circle if you really uh, get into oh, that yeah, punk yeah, rock. Yeah. Well, I got enough room so I don't fucking crash into anything. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Nice. You know, but... Uh, it's the way to do it. Uh, I like the way... It kind of defeats the purpose of slam dancing. I like the way that... Yeah, which way the music... Is going slam dancing without that's... slam is just dancing. I mean, because, well, no, Chuck Norris can say, slam dancing what without slam. Is, is important because. Hang on, Rob I mean, thinks he, what he has to say is important. Go ahead, Rob. Well, it is important. Well, I just like to interrupt him sometimes. <laughs> but go ahead, bro. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've always uh, liked rock and roll, and it's in my blood. I can't play it, but I. It's in my blood. I can't get rid of it. Yeah. So put another you dime in the jukebox, baby. You know, but <laughs> my, it, it changed it for me. Rock and roll changed for me in terms of the way I listened to it. Right after, you know, the assassination of John, of, of, of uh, Dimebag Darrell changed. Who? It, it was like. Dimebag Darrell's the, the uh, guitar was, player for Pantera. Uh, yeah. It was like it. My party stopped. It, 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 I was, you know, it was horrible. Yeah. But this new music that's been coming Bad news along, on the doorstep. You couldn't take one more step? It was, uh, uh, he, uh, Dimebag Daryl is probably like the, uh, the John Lennon of heavy metal, right? Mm. Ah. Uh, their, their stories well, was, kind of similar. Uh, they both got taken out. You know, yeah. their, their deaths were, uh, you know, they affected the whole community kind of a thing, right? 
Yeah, it's, well, it's they funny. Both I always wonder if that's the CIA. Mm. What's that, Ron? You know, bo- both these killings happened on the same day. Dimebag was killed on the same day as uh, John Lennon? John Lennon, if I'm not mistaken, the same way. He was fucking gunned down. Wow. Oh. Yeah, John, That's uh, kind of crazy. John Lennon, John Lennon was killed uh, during the Super Bowl game when Howard Cosell was on. That was in 1980. And then Dimebag was killed in Columbus, Ohio, on the same day during around the same time. Fact That's check. That's what I understand. Fact check. John Lennon and Dimebag Darrell, together in death. On this day in 1980, Mark David Chapman shot and killed former Beatle John Lennon. On the same day in 2004, Nathan Gale shot and killed Daryl Abbott, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Dimebag Darrell of Pantera. Okay, so this was not the same day. This was the anniversary. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1980, blah, 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 killed Lennon. On the same day in 04, blah, 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 killed Dimebag. Right. But but really, it wasn't on the same day. It was on the anniversary. Right, because they can't be the same day. Yeah, if it was the same day. A lifetime later. Then my first question would be, oh, my God, why doesn't anybody know that? Same date. Right. right, The same date, definitely. Right. Same day of the year. But not the I same mean, day. Kind of like uh, you know the Twenty Seven Club. Yeah. Oh, I know all about you know? the Twenty Seven Club and that. How old uh, was Dimebag? Speaking of shit that I seriously wonder if this is the CIA. Well, so like, I why that- is it that crazy twenty uh, seven uh, uh, year old uh, artists just over and over and over again? Just incredibly, in- incredibly like rich, famous, like uh, at their prime. They hit 27 and just dead. Well, I mean, I personally think there's something behind it, although it's very weird that it's always 27 Mm. because you'd think that decision would be made on an individual basis. And so, Rob, tell your dog to pipe down. Why would you always do it to 27-year-olds when that sends... It it basically it makes it look more plausible and less plausible at the same mm. time to me, and it makes it look less plausible for the same reason that you know people talk about the uh, about people doing things out of the protocols of the elders of Zion, mm. and uh, which was an anti-Semitic text that accused a whole bunch of conspiracies well the one group of people that would absolutely never do anything out of the protocols of the elders of zion are jews because when anything that looks like that happens that's who they're going to look at so yeah that's what they're going to be appear to be if you've been it's the same thing as like trump gets uh, accused of being a russian agent well now i can't look like i'm a russian agent so in the same right. way the Jewish people are very heavily motivated not to look like the elders of Zion people uh, lest you fucking genocide them. Uh, yeah, so it's so basically but anybody who either doesn't like Jews or just wants a patty patsy does have a reason to use uh strategies out of that book I, I don't really care about any of that there's one reason that i wish for the jewish people to remain a people and not you know be wiped off the face of the planet and that's because 
I've had Jewish brisket. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> fucking that shit does not need to go away anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> that shit's delicious, man. Yeah, I, I guess my reason is more basic than that. They're human. Well, you know, I think those are two sides of the same coin. I mean, to cook a good meal is to know what nourishes another. Mm. Don't worry, Don't I feel tell the same. Zender that. I feel the mm. same way about most cultures of the foods that I've had. There's a whole bunch that I haven't. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But like. You know, uh, I like the Italians too, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's been a, a sort of a universal social lubricant that even if we absolutely fucking hate each other, it's like, well, you actually make some pretty decent falafel, I got to tell you. Yeah. Well, of course. I will run mm. you into the ocean, but you know, yeah. your falafel's actually not that bad. Maybe, could I get another help My that? grandmother swore up and down vehemently that Madzun, otherwise known as yogurt, was an Armenian exis- uh, invention that the Turks stole. Ah. Uh, and this was just very important to her. <laughs> and Everybody's got to no, clean out of something, ours. you know? Uh, yeah. Yogurt is our organism. Yeah, so cultural appropriation is not... <laughs> a culture appropriation. A, a new concept. <laughs> oh my God, that is, abs- <laughs> that is the pinnacle of culture appropriation. Mm. Yogurt is a culture. Yeah. Hey, so... Uh, oh, right, Rob's still here. <laughs> hey, yeah. Rob, what's up? All right, so uh, <sighs> let's change the subject a little bit here. Uh, let's... Uh, I want to talk about, you know, the head of the square and teen a little bit. Do you see how they want to change the configuration on, on that and how it's drawn in a lot of people that don't want that configuration at all? They want to... They want it left alone. Rob, I have one question. Is the new configuration in the shape of a circle? No. Oh. No, it's, What's it's, going it's on there? Did you just it. fart, dude? No, no. Somebody just tested me. Oh, tell them not to do that while you're on while you're on our show, man. It's rude. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's probably listening. That's all. That knows me. That, you know. Look, we may but, not be uh, succeeding, but we're trying to sound professional here. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, I, and you don't have to have professional callers to be professionally. You just have to deal professionally with callers, whether they're professional or not, because callers okay. are by well, definition not not professional. All right. I guess, Rob, what were you trying to say? No, I was saying that the way that they're presenting it of what they would like to do is like sort of like make it this, like a half an egg with a street going through it. So in other words, the common would have, the it would be like two islands. Okay. You lost you, me. You know, and. You, you know, know the uh, Keene Circle in uh-huh. Keene, New Hampshire? Well, I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a town square called the Keene Keen Town Square. Otherwise known as Malfunction Junction. It's in the it's in the shape of a circle. So I'm just recapping here, Rob, for it's people who don't know. It's in the shape of a circle well, with I a mean, tangent you line. Down, you would come two, down Washington Street. Three. Okay. Come in, and then you would turn and go right up Court Street, as opposed to you know coming around and then going around the corner, go down Main Street. Is it where can people see this? Is it ugly? So instead of having a square that is a circle, you're going to have a square that is two circles, two half eggs in a square. That doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, Of course, government, you know. Yep. All right. What else, Rob? What else you got? The clown world. I don't know. I, I guess it's not going to affect my life because I'm not going to have to deal with it. Yeah, I'm. 
I'm not part of their society. I don't gather at their square. Like I, I was all like willing to like give. I do give the city of Keene a chance as far as like from a perspective of like just be open to you know a smaller play right. And the first thing that I see is that the town square is a circle. Yeah, and like, I mean, if that yeah, just doesn't well, illustrate to you the idiocy of government, I'm I don't know what will. Give the uh, the people that work for the city of Keene or work for the state of New Hampshire a try as long as they you know do away with qualifying. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm past that. I you know they're gonna do whatever do they're away, gonna do. Do away with qualified immunity. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be a huge step in the right direction. It would, you know, because good people don't need qualified immunity. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, if they just don't break the law, they don't have anything to worry about, do they? How about exactly. you just stop harming people? Yeah, how about that? Exactly. That'd be great. Yeah. How about people but I mean, stop well, living in fear and start living by principle? Qualified immunity is basically a way of holding people accountable when they do. So that's, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. I also don't think it's going to happen. You don't well, think they're going to do away with qualified immunity? I don't no? think they ever will because oh, no. the no. thing is, they're the ones who benefit I mean, from it. Think real hard about when was the last time the government actually gave powers back to the people? Never. They can't. It's not possible for them to do so. No. Every now and again, while they're scraping as much power as they can, they go, oh, that, that touched a nerve. We'll, it's, it's just we'll because of their incentive structure. We'll steal a little bit less than we were stealing. See progress, right, guys? Your votes matter. Keep voting. It's because of their their. Uh, but all in all, they never give anything back. Yeah, well, their there incentive structure. Yeah, their incentive structure doesn't allow them to do things that are actually helpful. Right. Right. They right. allow them to create a new thing, tell people they got to pay for it, take a hefty chunk off the top of it for themselves, and then give a bunch of it to their friends. Well, and this is precisely why I am certain that the good currency coming into existence is going to destroy government. Because government has locked itself in a cycle where it can scarcely spend the same amount let alone spend less. And spending less is literally the only way that you can come into alignment with good money. And government can no longer come into alignment with good money. So it's going to destroy itself. Well, and thankfully, we we know what good money is now. We've seen it. It exists for the first time in our lives. Good money is not the fucking American currency. All that is. Oh, no. No, not at all. Uh, Good money, we know, is uh, gold, silver, and uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Yep. Gold, silver, and then also. And oh, I'm waiting for shift coin. Peter I'm Schiff a, gonna put out a coin. Yeah, I want shift I coin? want shift coin, but shift coin would basically be a gold denominated gold back. You know what? I coin. am going to bet that there's going to be a shift coin, uh, although I suspect that it might be his son that does it. Mm. Did you say? I'm tempted is, to create it. Is not anywhere near fooled by the like. Oh, it can only be gold. He's like, oh, right, here are the things that make gold work, and it has those. Ship coin. S C H I F F coin. Okay. I was thinking that Shit coin actually exists. Their brand is just this little, like, smiley face turd. It's pretty sweet. They have the the Satoshi Kakamoto, I believe, is the who authored the wipe paper. For shit, shitcoin, um, hmm. nice. Yeah, it's Trump it's coin. all just it's shit jokes about cryptocurrency, and it's a coin called SHT. 
Right? It's pretty great. You know what? I'm willing to bet that that has value. Mm-hmm. Does it trade for zero yet? I don't know, but I, <laughs> I just searched shift coins and nothing really came up. All right. Give it time. His son is into crypto. Oh, what? Mm. Well, that would be the perfect person to get. Is it Peter Schiff Jr.? I think so. Oh, good. Because then you can say authorized by Peter Schiff. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to find out how to contact this guy. Yeah. I am um, going to have to double check uh, my information on that one. But yeah, uh, it's so the way I see it going down is that you have this central currency that is, of course, decentralized. Ooh, essentially. gross. Well, no, so, like, so you've got Bitcoin, which is uh, it, it, this like slow moving thing that everyone's basically sure of. But in order to, for that to exist, you have this spare amount of hash power for however much faith we have mm. that you'll be able to spend, say, BCH, for example, hash which has a, has a really good foothold in uh, St. Kitts and Nevis. And its spendability makes it a, a real contender because it shares all, all the, the really important traits with uh, BTC. Yep. So you're hey, what do you think? Do uh, you think Bitcoin Cash is going to do good this year? This year? Um, yeah. Honestly, nothing is going to do this, uh, good this year. Uh, uh, they're going to take forever to turn the money printers back to neutral and then back on. And until they turn the money printers back on, there's not going to be much. Well, it's going to uh, chop the, sideways. Twenty twenty four, so like a year, right? Isn't that the the halvening? Yeah, the halvening in uh, uh, twenty twenty four. I like to pronounce the L in it though, because I'm me. You know what else is getting to be pretty popular is NFTs. Mm, yeah, they they're, seem they're to overall be... down. I mean, that technology is not anywhere near where it's useful. I was thinking that it could I... be useful in um, titling property. Yeah. It yeah, will so that's use... something it would be very useful for. And then we were what talking last week to... about, hang on, Rob, we were talking last week about uh, the usage of, like, you know, attaching a, you know, authenticity, uh, authenticity document to, like, one Satoshi. Mm-hmm. And then whenever, and it has a smart contract written into it that says whenever this Satoshi changes from one wallet to the other, uh, the owner of this document is the whoever has the wallet, whoever ha- owns the Satoshi. And that's how you exchange property without government. Yeah, and one of the things that you can do, uh, you can, so like, let's say you and I have a written contract. Now, I can make a hash of that, which just, it, it makes a signature where it is absolutely impossible for you to fake this. Like, if you have this hash, right. you you have the thing that that hash was made from. Like the the probability of doing otherwise is one atom in the known universe. It's impossible. Yeah. An- another way of 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 putting it is if you if you can show a document that has a particular um, hash code then ipso facto you prove that that document exists. Exactly. You know, but it's very difficult for anybody else to come up with a different document that gives the same hash code. Mm-hmm. And one fun part about this is like you get the ability to sign documents. So you can like, okay, well, this person who contracts with me knows that I use this little uh, extra thing at, at the end of my signature every time. And so we can check that on, does yours have that too? Because if it doesn't have that, then it won't uh, equal out. 
So it's very much like the king's signet. Do you think but humanity, you make, though, make a new one? Do you think humanity, though, is like, I mean, they're not very good at like end user license agreements, right? All, all of us, it pops up. Yes. We click yes. Next. Install. Right. That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Humans aren't very engaged in, you know, reading contracts and uh, adhering to them. Even understanding them, for that matter, because some of these things. If have you read have, have you like read a Eula? Like system. they're they're the most insane thing to read. You're like, oh great, I got to spend eight hours reading this licensing agreement before I can install this software. So it's so you just don't right, and, and that's the scary part about uh, where technology is. Because well, but here's the thing: how much of that actually gets done? So it it, it literally cuts both ways because. How many times do they specifically have that in the contract and the court goes, nope, nope, oh, we've yeah, decided courts, that it's yeah, going to go this way. Yeah, absolutely. Happens even in, all the yeah, time. Even in just a, a written individual agreement, you know, I agree to sell you my car or whatever, the court will be like, no. Nah. Yeah. No, nope, you didn't sell it. Or, yep, you hey, sure so, did. Uh, I wanted to uh, get uh, Peakless. Uh, are you on Twitter at all? Uh, I exist there. I even sometimes check it. Okay, because uh, I want to. I still think it's the worst you. part of the internet. Do you really exist well, there? I, I would like huh. to introduce I, I, you. I ha- there's a there's a part of my pattern there. Yeah. Okay. Right. I like it. I, uh, Have you been on like it since Elon? Huh? A little bit. Uh, I was Say asking Peakless if he had been on uh, Twitter since Elon. I oh. I don't go on often enough to notice it, it differences. Hmm. Well, I was talking about NFTs earlier. Oh, Rob's close all of a sudden. There's, Sweet. There's uh, uh, this guy I want to introduce you to that has a company. It's called Smart Finance. Hmm. And I don't know, uh, man. I'm leery of anybody that puts the word smart in front of their product <laughs> or service. I'm, I'm, That's I'm, true. Because, you've, you've got I mean, me. You've you got my expectations pretty high for that. That'd be Come like on, me calling have... myself Smart Captain. It'd be like you're call, you calling yourself Captain Kickass, bro. Captain, uh, Captain I mean, Smartass. You literally start it <laughs> at least sometimes with Reverend. You you are proclaiming that you are revered. Now I also a Reverend. <laughs> I'm a Pope, so I can't really can blame you, you there. Can you revere yourself? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Why don't you go revere yourself, pal? All right. Well, you should go and love Something yourself. Something we should ask ourselves about the uh, church is, mm-hmm. are all the members popes? Like, uh, Well, if they want to be. Like, but I'm not going to force popehood on you. Uh, well, that Maybe was, some of them have are you, have you read any Maybe we would have to have a 50% mom population. For the, for the Ramones? Yeah, well, no, a mom population. Because if you've got a pope, oh, that's sorry, from Papa. So I think a mom would be Mama. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I but think no, we should I'm definitely no have moms. Um, what if you had a mom I don't in think Rome? it would be improper to fi- to refer to a female pope as a, simply a pope or a popette. <laughs> 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 dun, dun, I feel like if dun, I was a woman and you called dun, me a popette, I'd be pissed. Dun, dun, dun. Huh? I just got like a picture of like the rock sets, but like yes, with, exactly. But they got the big hats on. Yeah, popette. A popus. Popass. Yeah. Popass. In some regions pronounced porpass. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting pretty close to uh. Ron Popeil, the inventor of all things Ronco. Hmm. Do you remember Ronco? They were like that Popeil. brand that made all the gadgets. 
the yeah. o- original as seen on TV stuff, man. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Rob well, remembers Ronco. I never bought any of it, but I remember their commercials. Yeah. I do. I, yeah, I'm giving away my age. Well, you should sell your age instead of giving it away if it has value. <laughs> well, I, I wish it did have some value. Maybe someday it might. Who knows? Well, you know? it's got some plus. It's got some minus. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get uh, wisdom, but uh, none of the energy to use it. So, well, I get all of my wisdom uh, from you guys and free talk. Oh, oh dear God, God. Help Help you. You. oh fuck! We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Find some other wise guys as well. And it, you need you need exposure to more wisdom. And, and I do believe that we published a reading list. So go 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 consult one of the the. Uh, 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 What's the word? Profits? The the um, estimated not, profits. estimated. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Read an estimated profit. It, they seem to know what they're talking about. It's true. I, you you need I more than us. Wanna, wanna, I'm going to send you a link to this company, Peakless, and I want you just to take a look at it. Trust me. All right. That sounds like he's like asking you to like visit Amway or something. I'll, I'll take a look at it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Sounds like he's trying to like I mean, get you to sign I up. I turned down, down Kirby line. vacuums, so like I'm an old hand at going. Oh, I see. I'm just That's saying. Well, I'm grift. thinking that once you take a look at it, you're going to have some questions, obviously, and I can hook you up with this dude. He can answer all the questions. Oh, I'll bet he can. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds legit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds scammy to me. Now, Truth I, be okay, told. Now, is he going now, to reply minute, that I give him my credit card first just, just so that I can uh, confirm my age? I have to tell you guys that I, and I think you all as well, are all very capable of answering all of the questions. But do we give the correct answer to all <laughs> of the questions? That's a whole different ball of wax. Well, And something that only time will tell. It's well, easy to predict the past. You can solve one problem, but others crop up. So fire, enough fire could solve any problem, but it will cause you others. Hey, Rob, do you have a phone number for this other guy that can answer all the questions? I do. Can you can you get him on three-way call? Put him on the show? You mean have him, I could probably have him call into the show. No, don't I've do that. With, hey, believe me, I've talked with him about it. He's open to the idea. Yeah, but I don't know His what it is you're is- peddling. His name is XRP Junkie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh, promising. Uh, uh, so XRP was designed guys, from its inception to be government coin. I'm and they are currently guys, running the uh, a, a good chunk of the retail side of their central bank digital currency explorations are being run on XRP, even while they're suing them in court. Wow, because yeah. I was going to say, that doesn't Cold make sense because blooded. they're suing them for existing. That's a, I'm yep. sorry, that, I just, that was an excellent summary. Like I'm like, yep, that's that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Cold-blooded. Yeah, you're still crypto, so we have to destroy you, and we're going to drown you in the bathtub while you're small, because we got a lot of crypto to destroy. But we're going to rip everything off of you that we can. Can you imagine if uh, governments just sort of left crypto alone and banks just sort of left it alone and and even like you know decidedly integrated with it with floodgates wide open like if ev- the world was just like everybody freely exchange as they desire use any of these forth. cryptocurrencies right. that you would like 
right? Mm-hmm. And you know, get you know, Nobody you could go to a bank. Old government currency, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's I'll an illustration, to, right? Uh, get the guy to come on to do beer talk live next week. I mean, don't go out of your way or anything. Well, I will no, because uh, he's a like-minded people. He's a good folk. Like hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll I love the word folks. It's a good word. I, I use folks yep. as well. Hey, I'll yeah. tell you what. I'm uh, skeptical of it. True story. This ain't no lie. I didn't know who Peakless was. He came all the way from Colorado. I had no idea who he was. It's true. And he came here, and he was awesome, man. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah, that that was my landing. Uh, he yeah. was uh, He was purchasing some crypto, and yeah. Okay, well... Oh, you're, you're, you believe in freedom. You believe in the non-aggression principle. You love what I love. I mean, that's really what you've got to know about someone is like, what's your, what's your value system like? Like, do you believe in peace? Do you love people being voluntary in all of our interactions? He left an inspiration here at this house. And the inspiration was, he left a poster of Edward Snowden in my closet. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I still have that. It's still right there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that is one of the absolute proofs of exactly where we are. So you've got a, a Snowden and Assange. Oh, we've been triangulated yeah. by now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they know. They know where we are. are. Yeah. Well, uh, and actually, we we did learn from the Crypto Six trial uh, that uh, the feds are definitely listening, sometimes even daily. <laughs> but no, I mean, if where not we are, daily, all the time. Like there are actual, like we have confirmation from the feds themselves that they listen to Free Talk Live, the radio show. But no, I chances mean, where we are, are what culture. they do is run a. Uh, this is how the uh, Raptor system works. I think it's I think it's Raptor. Um, Basically, they they would run something like Alexa mm-hmm. on on the audio stream, and it would be said instead of having one code phrase, there would be a whole bunch of words and phrases that would trigger this oh, computer right. program to right. th- to then send a message to a human right. saying, "Hey, you should check this out." Right. And it's like having know. a Google alert set up for a certain keyword or something. Right. Yeah. And then their cost is paying the humans who actually are, you know, as close as they can come uh, to humans uh, who uh, who actually have to go and listen to it and figure out why it's important or if it's important and whether it deserves yeah, that's, action. That's where the and limitation in every our- case. I would imagine for every case or every major case that the Department of Justice is handling, they're looking for probably a whole set of keywords that, uh, you know, this might relate to our case. If somebody starts talking about this this address or this phone number or this this series of words. And that's what feeds into their 
incredible desire to get as much AI as they possibly can. Because yeah. they want to get as much of this information like uh, sorted before it gets handed to them, because they they know mm -hmm. that like that's why they want to kill well, us. Is they probably too many of us to don't keep track even of. use it that that way. It's probably not a matter of sorting it and handing it to them. It's a matter of pre-processing it with cherry picking algorithms to find the most important things. And then the other, but the other side of it is accumulating in a database, an indexable collection of all of these conversations right. because it doesn't just work in real time. It also lets them travel back in time and find out what you said to Joe Blow 10 years before yep. they had any interest in you and that's why they want to collect everything and it's especially why they want the meta information of who called who um well i mean now obviously they want the full text this was basically outlined in uh, minority report right yeah i, I was mean, thinking as he was doing his his diatribe and describing the situation in my head i had like the screen and like the pre-crime and the dudes all standing around like watching the screen like right before he was thinking about maybe committing a crime right but this is not it's not the same as that because uh basically what they're doing is just hindsight it's just okay we have a record of these phone calls that were made 10 years ago yeah. and all of a sudden we're searching for this phrase and this phone number right. which automatically puts the conversation on the list yeah. and oh gee he was talking about this 10 years ago right. to, yeah. And they can change the dial on any of the words, any of the keywords they want at any time and resort the results and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and the I thing think is, the fact that you find this in our fiction is what uh, lets us accept it when it comes to pass. I, well, I mean, it, does, it certainly doesn't encourage me to accept it. It encourages me to fear it. It encourages me to actively fight it. Yeah, there shouldn't be an organization uh, that wants to track everything that every human does. That just should not exist. There should not be an organization that wants to track what every human does. There's no human that should want that. Well, so a corporation will always want that. And this is one of the things, like the world that we're entering into, a big part of the economy will be attention. Like it will, like that's the fundamental, like that is what backs currency. It's been is attention. It's but but that's been the case for a long time partially just because of the laws of nature because in order to propagandize somebody the first thing you have to do is get their attention that's fact. same thing to org to advertise to them which is more or less the same thing um you know and uh so so that's in in that case, your statement is, is a fact of nature, but the other thing is, look at the whole advertising business of mm -hmm. the world. Right. Look and and look how far that back that goes. Mm -hmm. It goes back to uh, you know seventeen hundreds, sixteen hundreds, twelve hundreds. Um, you know. Yeah, when they called Madison Avenue wizards, they were actually quite literally true because that's where this uh, information has been stored from mm. the ancient past is that like, oh, well, these wizards used these candles. Well, here's what that means is if you throw that in your logo, it'll have this effect on people. Uh, yeah. 
and and all the various uh, forms of uh, of manipulation. That have, there there was a guy who was who was very famous for that for turning that into a science of manipulation and during the forties or the fifties. I can't remember the guy's name for the mm. life of me, but but he was the guy supposedly who turned. Um, no, it wasn't the 40s because it was before World War II mm. because some of those techniques were used by the fascists, I mm. think. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the propaganda wars were a huge part of the world wars. Yeah. Somebody I'm, sprayed a can of Rob Be Gone. Well, well that bye, happens. <laughs> Thanks for Peace the call. Peace, Rob. Thanks yeah. for calling. So, uh, so, I mean, the longer a caller says, stays, the more comfortable I feel, you know. So Dr. Seuss and Stan Lee and uh, all of these huge names in our culture, uh, the 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 guys behind the the uh, uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons, like all of these guys were part of the military propaganda machine. Yeah. So like our our comic book world is largely the product of the American military, and that's why we have Captain America. I mean, come on. That's Captain. I don't really like. Huh? I don't really like Captain America anymore. Um, I love Captain no, America. Because They've done really well with him because he has had to. I thought she. I thought it was a the, girl uh, now. Oh, isn't Captain America transgender? Have they screwed uh, it up again? No, no, no. He's thinking of uh, a different character. Uh, Captain America, though. Uh, Which one turned into a really girl? One of the captains Thor. turned into a girl. Well, Thor turned into a girl. Permanently? Uh, apparently. Well, I, you know, so it's Thorette now? I'm, nope, it's Thor. Still just Thor, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Wow. I, I had a point and I lost it. You know what's funny about that one? There is actually an important myth where Thor dresses up as a woman. Huh. Yeah, he has to pass as a bride. And he is pissed about it. Which is why the person keeps asking, like, why is my bride blushing so red? That it looks like they're very, very angry. It's like, oh, well, they're just excited. Well, those are some bloodshot eyes. Oh, well, mm-hmm. she was up all night with excitement to marry you. But, Grandma, your teeth are so big. <laughs> oh, boy. So, That's what he said. I can't say I'm that pissed um, about seeing Thor female because that was a hilarious myth. So I, I get it. What were we hmm. talking about before that? Oh, uh, the fact that, uh, so the comic book world has been a weapon, just like the internet has been a Certainly, weapon. Yeah, like uh, I remember reading G.I. Joe comics. Like that was one of the like more frequent, I was able to get more issues of that than probably Batman, right? And uh, I was really, I, I dug Batman a bunch, uh, but reading comics, I didn't read like, a, I read a whole bunch of them, but like I didn't stick with any one for like an extended period of time. Right, with the exception of maybe Batman and G.I. Joe, probably the longest, like, I think I read G.I. Joe comics for four years, mm-hmm. right? And holy fuck, do I look back on that now and go, propaganda! <laughs> <laughs> I was self-propagandizing was and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know, they made mm-hmm. it fun and entertaining. Well, well wouldn't you know it, it's an international it. terrorist group with, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with a capstoneless pyramid as a base. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you think about how many people who regard themselves as counterculture yeah. because they're car- comic book people 
without realizing that that's not counterculture. That's deep state. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and that pretty much anything that gets big enough to be promoted on TV mm-hmm. will be deep state. Right. Absolutely. I mean, the coins that I least trust are the coins that the news most talks about. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, Ethereum and BTC. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, there's a Just reason because their that- fees are too fucking high. Okay, so and Ethereum right. won't do anything that any other. So coin Ethereum's the worst. Won't do. It's the absolute fucking worst. It's literally worse than XRP. Like they're making the CBDC on XRP, and it's not as bad of a coin as Ethereum is. Okay, now what bothers you about Ethereum? Oh well, so uh, a proof of stake system. Like if you actually get down to it, it is a hidden proof of work system. But it's uh, the nature of its structure means that by stake by having more, you can stake more. By staking more, you have more. So yeah. whoever has a lot gets all of it. Well, like that's, it's built that's in not, that way. That's not really the case because first off, there's a law of diminishing returns there. Um, because what you're talking about is injecting liquidity. Okay, when you stake something, you're injecting liquidity. You're committing that I will not cause a route, a run on the bank um, by withdrawing these funds prior to expectation in order to keep. And then they will give you some and then you can stake more because they gave you some. uh, So by its nature, you're enduring a cost by doing that because you have to get it. You have to. Uh, you have to actually do something with it. The idea that we're going to have forever deflationary currencies, that's not going to happen. There's no Disagree. such thing. Disagree. Uh, well, here's why you that's won't exactly have. That's exactly how technology works. Here's how you won't have, why you won't have that. Because they're going to keep coming out with new technologies. And every few years, there's going to be a new big thing, and Mm -hmm. everybody's going to go to the new big thing, just like we've seen in social media. Um, It's, you know, there's there's nothing can stop the march of progress, and later software will always be better than earlier software. Mm -hmm. So, the the idea that and and technology has no sentiment technology has no problem discarding the old and and attaching to the new so that's okay. that's an excellent point though because that's exactly why governments fear it particularly cryptocurrencies particularly um, yes, cryptocurrencies that function according the to the bitcoin pro- protocol uh I'm I'm sorry. I missed what you said, and I'm sure you missed what I said. So. I said uh, especially the the cryptocurrencies that conform to the Bitcoin protocol. What did you say? Um. Okay. And and I would say, and to somewhat, this no. But is what this, did you say? This is the same point. Um. Basically, that uh, the longer a system was in heavy use the more barnacled it will be become mm, yeah. with man, with manipulative ways but every time you have to every time you change systems every time you change currencies you have to change grifts mm. okay or or potentially you have to change grifts obviously there are some grifts that will work almost unchanged across multiple frameworks well and the thing about this technology is it is an anti-fragile system 
Like, weirdly enough, the yeah. worst thing that could have happened to Bitcoin kind of happened for a little bit. And, oh, it was shaky because we weren't being attacked. Like, they just ignored us for the longest time. And we weren't being attacked and weren't being attacked. And you don't get any stronger that way if you have an anti-fragile system. So that actually makes you less strong when well, you're ignoring I mean, I don't know. Bitcoin's been being attacked since its inception by, well, just about everybody. Well, it has in Their some biggest attack ways. is ignoring it. And um, they wish they could completely. Well, the, the thing about uh, cryptocurrency, in my estimation, is that <laughs> they're probably correct uh, on that strategy. And that is to say, if government comes down too hard, too quickly on cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency just eats government faster. Right. And so they go, oh, well, we better like do this in a, you know, uh, I don't know, a multi-generational, whatever it is they're thinking, right? We're going right. to play the long game on this fucker because mm. I think that they know that they're out of time. And that's why this inflation is so terrifying. I have never seen the Federal Reserve slam on the brakes like this. Uh, 0.75, 0.75, 0.75 repeatedly. Half a point is considered a big move most of the time. Hmm. Uh, you so, might see a one point move, but then you won't see a move for several meetings most so of the time. M2 is reducing. So uh, there's right. different ways of, uh, of uh, gauging a currency, like the closest to cash and as you get sort of more abstracted from cash. Mm -hmm. And the abstracted currency, because, mm -hmm. you know, there's government bonds that spend just as well as money in that world yeah. and all of that. It's reducing. It's actually coming down. It's yeah. as if you were taxing it, because that's the usual t way well, of they taking are money out of existing. It, but, uh, but yeah, and, and the thing is, it's... Uh, um it it's just it's just interest rates if 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 you expect to return 5% return on your capital in your business venture and the interest rate is 3% borrow the money right mm -hmm. but if if you if your expected rate of return is 5% and the cost of your capital is six percent. You're losing. You then don't. there's no way. Right. Yeah, you don't. And and that's for the same reason as Ethereum staking to keep liquidity in the system. So here's or the it thing. has the same effect. Mm. It, it there's no, there's not a reason for it because it's just the work natural workings of the market. There's just an explanation to it. It's like evolution in that way. Mm. So with Ethereum staking, you have it acting in the same way as uh, as stocks do. Mm -hmm. In that people will tend to take the uh, dividends of their stock and then buy more of that stock with the dividends. So, Which is a fine strategy. Yeah, There's nothing is. wrong with that. However, the effect of doing this is that when you have people who were closer to the money spigot, then they would just, uh, it, it was an exponential function and they would eat up way more and way more. So the more money you had, the more money you were getting paid, the more money you were getting to get stocks, the more money you had. And it was just uh, the, the mm -hmm. poor got poorer and the rich got richer. Well, the, the, the way to solve that problem then is to not have way, a money spigot. Well, the money spigot is always, uh, well, I won't say always, but it's generally the mining apparatus. Well, and that's the thing. The mining apparatus isn't a spigot. Because it's not all the water coming from one source. It's rain. It's a mm. mist. Like, you, you have this cloud of potential. Any yeah. one of these miners anywhere in the world could hit it every 10 minutes. Uh, in the That's case of BTC. That's what she said. 
Ah. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. But the... Uh, uh, so since you don't have mm-hmm. a money spigot, you don't have to deal with that problem. Now, the and extreme you, of turning it into run into rain, though, would be my idea of a zero-sum currency. Where basically whenever you create, the way that you create um, this currency is by agreeing with another person to create some. And it can be anybody who holds a wallet and basically... Like you and I might say, let's create some of this currency. So I give you $100 in cash Mm -hmm. and you give me $100 worth of this currency, but you keep a debit of, so if your wallet was at zero when you did this, Mm -hmm. you would now have negative 110 of these things. And so it's called a zero sum currency because every credit has an equal and opposite debit. So if you take every account in the system and add their balance and find the sum, it's zero. Hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of a kind of a cool idea because by letting anybody create money and by letting it letting them denominate it any way they want, mm-hmm. because that's the other thing is when you have a zero sum coin. Uh, it doesn't matter what um, what you denominated in. So you could have a credit and a debit for a pound of weed. You ha- could have a credit or a debit for an ounce of gold. You could have a credit or a debit for a So I don't Bitcoin. see why you do the how debit do you, for How do you it, spend debits? Yeah. Um, well, you don't spend... Uh, you don't spend debits. How do you get more credit? But you... Uh, you get more credits by basically um, when you produce something and you trade it for credits, that creates more credits because okay. you okay. So, so what would my so, incentive so, so, so be the, to but, but hitherto... The, but the origin story that you were telling just now is like uh, you give him 100 bucks and he gives you whatever the $100 equivalent of whatever this currency is, right? So... Now he's got it, but he has the hundred bucks, I guess. So he but has, he has a hundred bucks. So we okay. are balanced. Okay, it's just that so he I just, end up he's with a hundred bucks and a, a and a hundred anti this currencies. Right. right, but I was going to ask how how can is, he afford to pay somebody in credits for the things he needs to start his thing that he does? Well, let's say his business or whatever. Um, let's say that at another time. Uh, you and he have done an identical transaction, okay? And it's still a third time you and I have done a transaction like that. Okay, okay? but I, I wouldn't do a transaction so, without understanding how. Well, no, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you explain how, argument, to play, sure. how to play a game by explaining how to play the game. Okay, okay so um, hold on. So I, wait, wait, on, wait, yeah. wait. Let me get the thought out. Right. So once that's happened, okay... I've got a credit with him and a debit with you. He's got a credit with you and a debit with me. You've got a credit with him and a debit with me. Yeah. I probably pointed the wrong way for some That's of fine. those. I understand. But nobody, so pretend I wasn't even pointing, but you should be able to figure out what I'm saying. So basically, when that happens, when you create a cycle, all the transactions disappear okay. from the book. Okay, so what starts the engine? 
What starts the engine is he and I made an agreement to... What starts the engine is I want 100 bucks from him, yeah. and I want to give myself the credit to get that 100 bucks. It's recording a debt, basically. Yeah, except he's, he's got signing... the debt. Right. right. So, so if, I then, if I then come along and do between... 100 bucks of, uh, say, uh, painting your garage or whatever, yeah. and you've made a deal with him where like he paid you in this currency pluses... Like I can get those current this currency pluses from you, and then I can cancel out my minuses so that I don't look like a deadbeat who just keeps getting, uh, you know, printing his. What own about the credit. guy who has no debits or credits? Well, then well, he has the best credit of all. He's not a user of the system, so he doesn't even get considered. How does but he get he, considered later? Well, no, no, no. Uh, no by hold trading on. something for credits, right? A or, person, a person could trade their labor for plus signs yes. to someone who. And then they wouldn't even be making their own credit. Or they could trade their their labor, or they could trade anything else. Yeah. Um, and they can denominate it. However okay, so you could want. just trade good yeah. services, whatever, for yeah. for the credit. And so although if the that example happened, then I gave would... was three people who happen to know each other. Um, if if the books in the in the local area balance then it would be looking for longer and longer routes. So you could have a transaction, you could have a single cancellation that trans that canceled out thousands of transactions in order to complete a circuit. Mm -hmm. But it's just like electricity. As soon as the circuit is completed, it's automatically discharged. Ipso facto. Although if you had someone who came in and did some work for some positive of that currency sure, and then never yes. spent it, you could have debt that would just last someone's whole life. Um, you could and and you would want there to be um, you would want there to be encouragement to uh, to pay back. Now, some of that could be social mm. by just uh, publicizing the balance and um, I mean, probably what you would want to do on a currency like that might be to uh, to allow uh, the balance of at least public wallets to be looked up um, so that people can see what your history is. And that would show, um, you know, it would show your tendency to actually um to actually uh, pay off your debts, yeah, clear clear your debits. Yeah. Um, and that's but, a social credit score. But well, the thing it is, is, but it's a, a voluntary one. Yeah, so that's that's cool. But the thing is, if anybody else in the world owes you money, then they can they can pay themselves what this person owes by uh, by can by canceling out the. Uh, the debit. So if I mm -hmm. owe you a hundred bucks and you owe him a hundred bucks, but you're not paying him, that's okay because I can pay him the on your behalf. Why the fuck ain't you paying behalf. me? Huh? Why the fuck ain't you paying me? I ain't got it. Well, I'm expanding my business. It. Give Jesus me a minute. Christ, it's a hundred bucks. Man. No. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing is it gives you <laughs> uh, it gives you a choice of the equivalent of banking in a system like that would be say uh, say I trust the fuck out of the captain. I go to go to the captain and I give him a hundred dollars and I say, "Hey, could you do me a favor and put it put out a buy offer for my debt in the amount of a hundred dollars, so that if people are deciding whether or not to take my credit, 
they know that they can liquidate it at that price right now. Now, if somebody isn't paying you, if somebody's a, a slow pay, one thing you could do is sell. Like I, I used when I was selling weed, I didn't do my own enforcement because that's it's not the kind of person that I want to be. But it has to be done. Uh, if you know, you can't have people borrowing money and not paying it back. So I had a guy. And I would sell my markers to him mm. at uh, at 50%. So I ate 50% of the loss. Um, but then he would go and do things that I didn't want to do in order to get paid. Mm. Um, Very much like FinCEN. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, basically, I'm more like a collection agency. Um, okay. Mm. Nice. But... But basically, and and that allowed me to be the guy that I naturally am, which is I don't like having, you know, uncomfortable interactions with people. I don't like conflict. Yeah. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Yeah. So I would rather pay somebody else to deal with it. Right. So so that's, but if, if somebody looks out on uh at the market and says oh this guy wants me to take his marker Mm -hmm. but yet his credit is selling for 70 cents on the dollar right well you know that's not a good credit risk because you you don't sell a good credit risks um uh currency at a discount right or you don't sell their debt at at a discount um well let me ask you guys a, a an esoterical question because i've been thinking about the phrase social credit score and i'm like isn't that what reputation is yeah uh it is but the the difference is a social credit score in so, um i mean reputation is distributed social right. credit is 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 uh is uh not distributed it's yeah. uh, centralized so basically it allows one person to be the arbiter of your sure you have to be given the reputation. score by you know the state or yeah. something like that I, I get that that's the and, difference you know, but i'm just the saying the state thinks i'm a piece centralized of shit, but i'm just saying if, but you guys don't agree so you can still trade with me right right but i'm just saying like if the terminology social credit score didn't imply a you know boogeyman state sponsored you know uh, Orwellian watch over people like does it not describe reputation like like well, if uh, I want to know if well, I want to do business with one of you guys and I've never met either of you but I know somebody who knows you and I inquire about your character about you know and they go yeah nobody's a legit guy he's on the up and up and I go ahead and do business with you that's because nobody tells the truth it have I not inquired about your social credit score and received uh, a, a scoring? You have, but from a distributed system. Right. Okay. Because like, right. I feel like reputation so is the better system. they're trying to do the opposite with reputation of what we're trying to do with money. They're trying to... We're trying to decentralize money, yeah. and they're trying to centralize reputation. Yeah. Right. So how do we... What it needs we... to be is a social credit market. Explain. 
Okay, so the difference between social credit score, it's its one of those like loaded phrases like all lives matter where it seems like a right. reasonable concept, right. but it's, right. yeah, so divorced from its association, that, that still comes into the, the, the difference between them is, is this a forcibly centralized uh, uh, reputation or is this a... A, a voluntary reputation system because a voluntary reputation system is a, a social credit market. Yes. Like you mm -hmm. might not like me as much as that person likes me, which means you won't, you know, uh, you won't owe me money. Can you make an app for it? Hmm? Oh well, yeah, yeah. I would definitely voluntary reputation system. Yeah. Can you make an app for it? Oh yeah. I mean, that's more or less what I, what I'm describing includes a voluntary. I actually, I didn't mention, mention that, but the other thing that would be Im important would be basically having a way to not recognize a transaction or to say that you feel you were screwed in that transaction Okay, and so that's basically your eBay score or your Silk Road right. score, right. your reputation, and that's the other thing that tells people whether it's a good thing to do business with you. And the thing is, in order to send you money then, if they really fuck somebody over, okay, they can create a new wallet, but this wallet will have zero history. Right. So they've sacrificed all of the public reputation points mm -hmm. that they've got just like when you change social media you sacrifice all your all your followers right right um so so basically you can't prevent somebody from having a new account but by making one of the publishing one of the published things about an account the um yeah, if you had a so if you had an empty account, it'd be what you would expect from like a child who has just been trusted with their wallet. Yeah, like you or have a just, virgin you account. Are, you have just entered the market, so like unless you know them, you realize that's a heavily risk uh, risky thing to do. Yeah. So basically, like, this has no history, so that's really high risk. I better be getting a good deal, or actually have some inside information and know that oh no, this is this person's uh, you know kid who just came into the market and they they're good. Yeah. Uh, how, what about people who uh, aren't in the market at all? How do they? Uh, you know, get started. How do they get well, into the market? Uh, well, so the that's way the thing. I would uh, design by, it. Would by what be... it sounds like, you and be also able like to I think a bigger. Own, I think a bigger uh, question that I have is um, when it comes to uh, broadcasting things, reputation, for example. Um, I want the ability to turn it on and off at will. Hmm. Right. I, I want to be able to. That's a client side issue. This, you know, the uh, I'm just the saying, like I want to be would certainly like I don't want to like if I don't want it broadcast, I want to be able to turn it off. And furthermore, if I only want to share it with one individual or one entity, I want to be able to do that, and only for a period of time that we specify ahead of time, right? So I don't know. Think an employment situation, right? There's like, nothing that can be like done. I can to I can show just my employer my reputation score, and they go, okay, sweet, yeah. and then that's it. Mm. Uh, well, there, and with the time you've got an you've got an issue because once once your 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 program mm -hmm. your your server or whatever has given information to another party, 
There is no way yeah, you can't get it back. There, yeah. You can't get it back. Yeah. You can't confirm that they've destroyed right. it. You can confirm that they've destroyed ten thousand copies of it, but mm. you, they might have made ten thousand and one, yeah. and there's no way of knowing that. So the closest you'd be able to do with that one, I think, is uh, you have your like main wallet, and that's where your primary reputation is. And you say, okay, well, you're a corporation, and I don't really like corporate gigs, but. I will set a separate wallet for you for this employment. I will stamp that I did this wallet in my one that has a, a, a good reputation, but I really don't want people looking into my working for this crap company. Mm-hmm. The other Unless thing- I do. And then I go, okay, mm-hmm. well, here's the address for when I worked at that company. The other thing it would allow for is something that uh, some, some libertarians used to call for years ago called contract insurance. Mm. So basically a company would uh, pay 2% of every contract that yeah. they entered into to some central entity. Sure. And then that central entity, if the other side uh, reneged on the contract... Yeah then the other side would have would have a refund that's just a variation yep. on the uh on because you're the yeah, currency that's a fantastic mechanism yeah, yeah. because yeah, you you're the currency risk. in the bank you're able to reverse any transaction right if you want to and now apply that to cryptocurrency oh well i am i am or, applying. i'm sorry uh, uh this currency sorry um well that's exactly well, that's how it would Visa. work in this in this uh, in this currency that I'm okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm hold on. How does that work? Uh, How would you be able to reverse a charge in this currency that mm, you're talking about? No, uh, it's the insurance company uh, takes the the hit and reimburses oh, the okay, guy, go, gotcha. and then it's up to them to figure out whether or not they're going if they're contracted got it, got with it. the other company or settle with mm. their insurance company. Just like insurance works now, right? Right yeah. for like automobiles, for example. Okay, so it it's not the and same. And generally, as it they back. would be doing some risk pooling. Yeah. Um, oh, and this is one of the things that I absolutely hate about Ethereum too. Like it, the, the 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 genesis of its existence when it split from Ethereum Classic was they went, oh, that was a scam. Yeah, but they agreed to it. They went, but that was a scam. So we're gonna roll it back. We're gonna have a a whole split here where that scam didn't affect people. That was the whole point of having a permanent record is that you don't roll it back. Like, well, the thing is, though, um, it's not clear that that is always the best way to do business. As a matter of fact, there are times, I think, when it's probably better to be able to roll something back. But since both Ethereum and Bitcoin exist, you can choose for each transaction what properties you want that transaction to have. Okay, so I, I say that's a feature, not a bug, just because yeah. it's different from Bitcoin. And so it gives you another choice without taking a choice away from you. Yeah, like in the software to hardware world, uh, you know, sometimes somebody put out a, a revision and folks will go install it and it'll generate a bunch of, uh, you know, support incidents for the, the manufacturer. And they'll have to go, oh, well, it looks like we fucked up. Uh, and the way that you cure that is you downgrade them to the previous version to get their shit working while your development department figures out what went wrong. Another when you, when you another make that kind important of a- thing, imagine this property in a cryptocurrency. Okay. If the government seizes it, it turns to dust in their fingers as soon as we find out. 
because we know what wallet it is. And then it gets returned to the person it was stolen from. Well, here's the thing, though. If you have that, then you have a centralization. Because I, you have a you, you have do. you have this group that is saying mm-hmm. we know for sure that this is what happened and this is why you need to roll this off of your records. Yeah, and okay. that's the thing. Well, it's no longer a trust-free system. You're basically building a a tort system into your currency. Now, that's not necessarily a good thing and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It, it is de- actually. Um well, I would say it depends on what the actual integrity of this company is. Um, and when I say this company, I mean whatever structure makes its decisions. Because, I mean, you do expect there to be a tort system in existence, don't you? Yes. Okay. So why should it? Why should there not be currencies that have tort systems built into them? Because it's a bad place for them. See, I think it's the perfect place for them because it's the only place that can make the victim whole every single time just by reversing a transaction or by issuing two new transactions. Okay, so you need there to be both. You need there to be a level on which you have a contract with them Mm -hmm. that is written out in code. Uh-huh. And it will just execute itself. Now, you also already... need a level at which there are no backseas. But like... they don't have to be in the same blockchain, and they shouldn't be. That's part of the Unix philosophy, is that each tool should do exactly one thing. So if you have, um, you know, Richcoin and Leecoin... And Leecoin is no backsies and Richcoin is is backsies, then I should stay in my lane and not try to do your job. And you should stay in your lane and not try to do my job. But we should work to make interchange between us as easy as possible. Okay, allowing people to but use the- no backsie coin when they want to use no backsie coin, but also use an insured coin or uh, at at an except that you're competing over liquidity, price. and uh, since you're competing over liquidity, there will be one winner. Uh, not okay. There will always the be stock one thing market that is, less... is is a is a comp- competition for liquidity, and there is not one winner because different. Each individual user of a coin is an individual human being with his own preferences. Some people prefer Ethereum. Some people dislike Ethereum. Some people prefer BTC. Some people dislike BTC. Some people prefer Monero. Some people dislike Monero. Okay, so there's never going to be one winner because there's more than one consumer. And what this becomes conceptually from an economic model is a set of of companies that basically provide a service, but when you pay for the service, you pay them in their own stock. Ah, uh, the evolution of currency here on Beard Talk Live. Uh, it's time to call it, guys. Okay. Uh, thank you to our callers, our listeners. Thanks, nobody. Thanks, Peakless. Thank you, Captain. Uh, it has right. been a pleasure. I'm going to take Peace, us out. Peace, love, and reliable contraceptives. Black Lives Matter, and I should be back on Free Talk Live on Friday. <laughs>
Well, I wish good and money that's to all. Not, that was not an endorsement of the corporation, just the concept. Thanks, everybody. Peace. I'm going to take <laughs> us out. Uh, well, I think we all know what happens when we put our left hand in. Yeah, you heard me right. Now let's see you do it. Come on. Go.